You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Eddie, starting an hour and fucking 15 minutes late today. Mm. Because one of us slept in on a Monday. Have a guess. Who was it? If you had to guess, who would it be? I would have. If I had to guess, I would have said Dior. That's a fair guess. Yeah. I well, thought, I thought I was going to be the first. I, I, but I still think that, like, deep down, Dior knows that he works for us, <laughs> and his internal, you know, body clock, body clock would have been like, ah, oh, would have jolted him up. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe fifteen minutes late, but like, who? If if anyone's going to be an hour late and change, who who would it be? Do you reckon? Probably, probably the one who runs this whole show, right? The the operations man, the fucking the beating heart. Of the podcast. <laughs> Probably the girthy In the Hello guy. Sport universe. The thickest. Probably the girthy guy. Thickest boy in town. Big daddy. Look, <laughs> I was late. I woke up at the time we were meant to be starting. Did you set an alarm? Didn't. <laughs> didn't even sleep through an alarm. I just woke up to Steph's alarm at 7.30 and was like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, no. And again, luckily, it's my own... I'm not Dior in this situation, so I was not really stressed. I just felt bad for for like putting you guys out. Yeah, but like if it's if it's if it's if you're not the the boss of the job, like if you're for working for someone else and you're late, you wake up. That's a that's a stressful Monday morning for most people. Yeah, for me it wasn't too bad. Obviously, I'm upset. I'm sorry I'm late. It sort of puts a little strain on us all for the day. <laughs> but I think that I can be forgiven because I'm usually here first. Sometimes. And 50% of the time. 50% of the time. And also um, because I got married on the weekend. Yeah, well, that's true. So I feel what? like. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Fuck. Congrats, bro. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. I'm off the map. I'm off the map, ladies and gentlemen. Is that how you'd say it? Off the map? Off no, the fucking- fuck You're no. off the market. Off the market. Yeah. I'm off the market. <laughs> off the map. I was like, the map? Maybe you are off the map. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, really off the map today. Very um, off the map. Get that four shots into you. Yeah. So, you know, I think we cut me some slack. Had a big weekend. How did it go? It went well. What, how much do you want to share? Well, I mean, it wasn't like there was too much to share, to be honest. Uh, Stephanie, Croatian, myself, Australian- Emerging of two beautiful cultures, we were, the plan was to do it in Croatia, but I don't know if you've heard of a little thing called coronavirus. Really? Well, yeah, it's something going around. It, it, apparently, Mitchell Pierce blamed it for the reason his wedding was called off, and you are too, and I am as well. <laughs> now, thank Christ, we didn't book anything in Croatia, but that was the plan. Then the virus hit, so we were like, "Fuck it." And then you're hearing about everyone who was like putting off, putting off like weddings and shit. Or like having to cancel their weddings that they'd booked and everything. So we were just like, fuck it. We just went to a registry, went with a family. Yeah. Got doled up. Looked nice. I'm glad you got a new shirt. I had to get a new shirt. I wore the shirt that I wore to the races and you just said to me, I was I had a new suit, but old shirt at the races with PVL. And I was like, yeah, new suit. And you're like, yeah, you're going to get a new shirt, aren't you? I was like, yes, yes, I will. I will <laughs> this thing was appalling well it wasn't bad it just wasn't good <laughs> it was particularly not good when you wouldn't wear it to your wedding no way. yeah it's not a wedding shirt it's a fucking like you know maybe you it may well have been an old school shirt <laughs> from 2007 yeah which is embarrassing that it's well it shouldn't still fit but got a new shirt got some new shoes 
went to the registry with our families, very wholesome, very small, very intimate, very low stress, which I liked. Mm. And then we just went to a nice restaurant, had a bit of a drink, and then went home. Did you get pissed? I did get pissed, but not really. Like, it wasn't like I was flogged. You know what I mean? It's probably hard. It's, I mean, like, it's a, there was like 20 people there. I can't be fucking off my guts. And also, <laughs> Evie's there. Like, Evie's there as well. Like, I can't be fucking trying to get a big live. Parent as well as being smashed. So, yeah. no, I was respectful, responsible. Um, but yeah, so now off the market. All the- S- stop DMing me. <laughs> stop DMing me. And I'm talking about just all the punters and dribblers. Yeah, it's just sending cock shots. Yeah, yeah, I'm just getting bloked out the fucking yin yang. <laughs> could you fit? Yeah, could you take this big boy? <laughs> I'm going, listen. <laughs> Oi, I'm Oi. off the map. I'm married. I'm now. off the map now. I'm off mate. the map. So, anyway. Leave it. That was that. Um, Lovely stuff, mate. Woke up on, so that was Friday. Woke up on Saturday just with an urge. And I don't know if this is just what happens when you're now married, when you're a husband. But just an urge to like punt on horses and play golf. I kind of was doing that anyway, but like now more so I was like. Yeah, you followed up the tips twice. I'm like, Jill, bruh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, bruh, uh, where are those tips? Yeah, I'm yeah like, give me Oi. some tips. Give me some Saturday tips, dude. They haven't come in yet, man. No, and they were not great. And I had a bad weekend on the punt. Got one out of, a few, you know, more than one. One out of a lot more than one of my tips came off. So do the math. Yeah. Do the numbers. And the dribblers, I mean, listen, good old Nilso, he keeps sending them in. Ilso, sorry. Ilso. Um, yeah. He's bloody endless. He keeps sending them in. They're not I good. think his name's Dale. Dale Ilso. Ilso now. Ilso. I mean, he's running out of fucking ends left, right, well, and center. Well, he's got no more ends. So he's forever Dale Ilso until he can get some good tips going. Gonna have to start taking the vowels soon as well. Yeah, well, what you I w- can you can lose vowels. I would like to start a uh, potentially like a Top Gear style chart, like a board, and it's like if you've given a good tip, that's a mark for, and if you've given a bad tip, it's obviously a mark against. Mm. And just starting to plot out because I got sent a bunch of tips yesterday as well from dribblers, and the, the problem is if I'm given the tip. I don't want to miss out on it if it gets it if it comes in. So I I just get on it. I will say this, and they didn't fucking come in. If you want to be on the on the betting power rankings, assuming we're doing this thing, and Dior is going to start keeping a spreadsheet, a really thorough, up to date spreadsheet, <laughs> then you got to put your tips in the punters and dribblers group. Yeah, you've got to be you've got to open yourself up to a caning yeah. or to glory. Yes, the choice is yours. Yeah, well, it's not a choice. It's but it's up to you. Well, it, it is to, to like, you got to be vulnerable. Yeah, you need to be vulnerable. Is what I'm saying. If you slip into our DMs and and try and get your own like little personal glory, yeah, it's, nah. it doesn't count. Matters little to us. We need you to put yourself on the altar of the punters and dribblers and just get like that. I th- but I think that's fair. Yeah, because glory awaits. Look at Two N Swanton. He's got Two Ns now. He officially changed his name on Facebook. Look, he did lose a tip on the weekend, but Greyhounds is his thing. We yeah, know that. We know that. He's, he's, a, he's not a, a horse guy. No, no. He went out on a limb in spite of the fact that he's a he's a dishy man. He didn't, and he and he prefaced it, yeah. and he said, "Listen, I'm a greyhound guy. I'm a dishy man through and through, mm. but I'm trying to help out people late in the piece that have done their ass all day. Yeah. Did it? Did it work? No, no, it didn't. Didn't work. Does he lose an end for it? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't lose an end for that. No, he doesn't. So if you want to be part of the power rankings, they're the terms, they're the conditions. Now, I'm prepared to leave Swanton on one win, zero losses, because he's a dish guy. Yeah. And he's stated that from the out. But also, I think a win, a win counts for more than a loss. 
So it's is, not is as a, easy as like one win. It, one is loss. a win is a win three points and a loss is, is minus one. Yeah, depending on how bullish you are, <laughs> it's a tough oh. one. But like a win has to be worth more, right? It just well, does. Uh, it'll go two two points for a win and then minus one for. A, because that's a three-point differential. Yep. Okay. Well, what, yeah. Well, what would you be happy with if you won one out of every three of your bets or one out of every four, you know? I mean, it's almost like in baseball when they go like, the, the runs batted in is like, if, you're, if your RBI is three, isn't that sort of how it works? Like where, like, it's so low, but that's the market. Like, that's how hard it is to hit runs in baseball or mm. some shit. So it's like, if your percentage of punts that come off is only like, Point three, you're actually an all-time great. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it means you're winning. Yeah, I know, but but also the group needs to be for what you think is a sure thing that you've heard of someone. You know what I mean? Like mm. if you want to send all your fucking tips in, like that's no, a bit right. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm true. talking about sure things here. No, nah, we need sure thing. Just it's a one. You tip. put yeah, in yeah. fucking yeah. A, your tip for every race in the country. No, like, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, bro. No, no. But no, I'm not no. talking become, about that. That'll become a spam shit hole. Yeah. I'm talking about your uncle's cousin's fucking next door neighbour. Yeah has got this thing running at Buddy Toowoomba yeah. and it's an absolute certainty. That's and they've it. been fucking doping this thing and <laughs> they've been throwing it for the last five weeks to boost the price. That sort of thing. Yes. You're right. I think if your if your RBI or your you know your betting ratio it drops below a certain point, you know, you might have to be stopped from placing any more tips. But I think yeah, but well, look, you no, just, no, you no, just no. You just you just know what their percentage is and you go, listen, you enter into this bet knowing that they have a zero percent success rate. Or they're and they're on like minus fifteen points because they haven't put in one mm. successful tip ever. And so you go, okay, well yeah. I'm going in with my eyes wide open. But Sorry. I think let the free market decide. But mm. I also I also think be a man or woman, be a man or a woman and at your at the t- when you put the tip in, go. This is where I'm at. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm none and I'm no wins, seven losses here. So, look, I'm putting it in because I, I think it's a goer, but I'm um, I'm not going well. No, do you know <laughs> what I mean? So Swanson can go and go and one from one greyhounds. Yeah, none from none horses. Do you know what I mean? Like preface it. A yeah. Bit. Okay, I like that. All right. Well, Dior, you start building that uh, database, dude. Yeah. I don't know if On that's. It. I don't know how the fuck that goes, like how you do that. So yeah. does the best does the best at the end of the year get a baggy green? The person who's brought in the most money, yeah. I think so. Because I think but I, do we go tip and odd? Because if you're just picking favourites all year, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotta be like. No, no, no. Put, 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 hey, I'll, I'll say this as well. I'm gonna say this as well. If you put us if you put a fucking sure thing in there that's less than Three dollars, four bucks, four bucks. Yeah, I'm happy with. Four. I don't care. I yeah. don't fuck it off. Four bucks is this. Four bucks it can go. is the minimum. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. If I could boost it to above four bucks, I may let it go. <laughs> I may let it go, but I'll. I need. I'll need to be able to boost it. I'll need to be able to boost it. <laughs> that's a personal thing. That's a. That's an account specific thing. You may not. They you may not have. have yeah. Well, that's a good point. Four bucks minimum. Four bucks minimum. And there will be a baggy grant to the winner at the end of the year. If Dave plots all this shit correctly. Yeah. I mean, it's up to Dave. Yeah, it's really on Dave yeah. here. I'll brush up my quant models. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Suddenly Dave's going to win a baggy green at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, manipulate the stats. We'll keep it as Saturday races at the moment as well. Or just fucking whatever. Why? Or just, well, I'm just being like... If you get a fucking tip roll in it Tuesday yeah, that's true. night... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All week. All week. 
and Dave's just got to be on it. Yeah. You yeah. just make sure you, you know, Dave, tag Dave in the fucking post. Mm. Dave Bloom. Now, that also reminds me as we move on, we obviously have been caught up in this whole big bloody Facebook news scandal uh, saga where there's no longer news on Facebook and they've deleted all these sites. Now, we obviously released a press release uh, last week regarding the fact that our Facebook page is gone. Um, Punters and Dribbles page still there, loud and proud. Thank you to Izzy Carey and his uh, mighty legal work. Best in the business. Best in the business. But um, it means that in the P's and D's page specifically, we can't actually post anything, which is weird. Well, hello, sport can't. Yeah. But we can as individual people. You can. Yeah. I can't seem to fucking join for some reason. I'm just the admin. Really? So I can't post anymore, but I will watch. <laughs> I will watch. Uh, I can comment. Yeah, you so, comment. So, you know. That's all we can do. That's all That's all I can do. You I, can post. Yeah. Have you noticed, though, and I just found this, like, I only just realized this last week that, si- well, sorry, last night, that since the news has gone off Facebook, how many days have we in now? Four days or something without it? Four or five? Yeah, it was tu- Tuesday. Tuesday? That, like, I actually don't know what the fuck's going on in the world. I actually don't know. Matt, I actually used Facebook for news way more than, than, I, realized. than I realized I did. Yeah. I actually used it for two things. News and P's and D's. News and P's and D's. And now I use it for one thing. That's it. P's and D's. P's and D's. It's great. I mean, it's great news for P's and D's. I love it for P's and D's. Great news for P's and D's. I don't not, have great a... for, not great for news. Dude, I was like, the, you're just seeing everything, and like more so world news, I guess. Like Australian news as well, but there's world news I think I was probably even more so getting from Facebook. And now I just see it everywhere where I'm like listening to a podcast that's American and they're talking about like Ted Cruz or some shit. And I'm like, wait, what? What's going on here? And then, like, you're seeing pictures of him everywhere. And I'm like, well, hold on. What's going on that I didn't? And that it's just, it's bizarre. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know how this is going to play out. Like, Facebook reckon, oh, it's only, you know, news only accounts for 4% of, like, our fucking operations. Bullshit. I'm like, bullshit. Do you reckon I go on there to see what fucking Tom did on the weekend? I couldn't give a fuck. I go on there for punters and dribblers. Where there's no advertising in there, by the way. No, except so that, some motherfuckers try and sneak in there. With well, look, you do, but your, your posts are deleted, so don't even fucking try. If I'm not making money off it, it's not going in. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> like, come on, switch on, switch on. Um, like, you, but there's no revenue in there for Facebook, right? So, where's it? Like, if people are, only, are going straight to P's and D's or they're not using it, what's the point? Like, does anyone really care what... Fucking, you know, your grandma's doing. Yeah, like you know, I don't care. And you think that like the only thing that boomers use it for is to comment underneath news articles, right? And maybe like put up a weird or to be like had a great or had a great lunch on the weekend with the fan. Yeah, put up a blurry shot. Yeah, who's in that photo? And like the thumb over the the thumbs over the camera. Yeah, that sort of stuff with like very poor grammar in the in the caption or like lots of weird spaces. I don't think Facebook's read the room because like. That's what you and I use it for, right? Mm. Old boomers, I mean, you know, I Young don't know. Young kids don't even use yeah, Facebook. Yeah, they don't right? even use Facebook. They're not on it at all. They're on TikTok and Instagram. Mm. They don't even have Facebook accounts half of them. Yeah. So I think they're, I think they're, well, I mean, that's probably where Rupert's at, though. You know what I mean? Rupert's like, I think people use Facebook for news. And Facebook's like, well, they don't. And now yeah, they're at war. Now they're. Now they're all. Dude, can you imagine, like, I'm just hoping I'm alive when I'm Rupert's age, and that old grizzly motherfucker is just still just grinding balls to dust. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just like, he's fucking, he's well in, he's into his 90s, and he's like- No, he's not. Yeah, I think he's, I swear to God he is. Dude, he looks, 
He looks dead, right? How like old is he? Uh, he is turning 90 this year. Jesus Christ. And he's just like... And he is going, you know what? This year, in my 90th year, I'm going to take on Big Tech. <laughs> That's what I'm doing this year. <laughs> it's like, I could have been dead when Facebook started. Like, I was out living life expectancy <laughs> when, this, when Big Tech even started. It was 75. And now I'm going to take it down. Wow. I mean... Rupert's a fucking ruthless motherfucker. We yeah, all know that. You've got to respect the man's work. You can't help but respect the man. And I mean, I'm sure that largely that's why he's still alive is because he just hasn't stopped. But mm. the, I just don't know what his constitution's like. Like, how does, he, how does he even fucking have the energy in the day to do this shit? Assuming it's all Rupert, allegedly. Look, I mean, I don't want to make assumptions. <laughs> no. But talk. Dr. V surely involved somehow. Dr. V would have to be in there for Rupert. He's probably on a concoct. He's probably on a mix of all four because he is so old. It's it's an IV. It's drip. an IV yeah. drip of Dr. V for Rupert Murdoch to keep him up and about to get him fucking busting Big Tech's balls. Yeah, and busting he is. Oh, bro! Like he busting. he got a, he he's getting fucking quite a bit of money out of Google. Yeah, but again. Facebook said no, but Google fucking bowed over and took it. Yeah, yeah, they took. They gave him some money, but also like I'm just. And again, not to get too political, but I saw on some show, like a TV show off Facebook, where there's also news apparently, uh, they were like, the whole thing about the, the government thing for money is it's to, to support uh, national interest journalism. And then they were like, but in nowhere in the in the sort of laws around the money that they're now getting from Google and shit, does any of the money they get have to go to national interest journalism? Of course it doesn't. But it like goes that's, on to Rupert. That's all. That's the motivation for the fuck around. But it's not going anywhere. Do you not find as well a little bit? It's like, it's just like corporate entities at war, and we're all getting fucked. Like there's no. It's yeah. not actually for the benefit of any of us, right? No, it's no, like no. it's not. It's for the benefit of like old legacy fucking media companies. Yeah. It's not for any of the new ones. No, and all the yeah, all the small media companies are absolutely no. Yeah, they're they're, abs- their balls have been ground. No, 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 no. Yeah, but like, but Rupert, the the sly fox is. Is a grinding new media into the ground, yeah, and but trying to take on big tech. It's like a double. It's a double pounding. It's a double pounding. It's it's ruthlessly ingenious. And the and just the day to day Australian, like you or I or Dior, don't know what the fuck's going on in the world. We don't get. Well, it just shows that we don't really get us. So, and these fucking massive companies are so powerful, and they just go, "Well, look, I know we're used to it, but, but so is the government as well." Taking it away, government's going. Oh yeah, no, no, sorry, we're. Oh yeah, no, you're getting Facebook. Like they knew it was, they knew it was coming. Facebook said it last year that they were doing it. They knew it was coming, and they were just like, "Well, fuck it." Well, they didn't think it was going to happen. Well, yeah, okay, right. So the big tech fucking they called uh, the Scomo and F- Josh Frydenberg's bluff. Basically, yeah, yeah, and now we're all stuck here. Sco- I'm sorry, but sk- sitting down to a negotiation and f- big fat, you know, bumbling Scomo walks in. I'd be like, "Oh my." God, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. what you've sent? Yeah, is this what you've sent? Is this what you've sent? Okay, this is only going oh one way. Oh my God. Didn't you shit yourself at Ingerdine Maccas? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Out of principle, Facebook would have said, I don't even care what they offer. We're just saying no. No, 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 no. This bloke shit himself. Yeah, right? yeah. This oh, bloke, yeah. this bloke. I'm pretty sure he's pooing himself right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of principle. We're just saying no. I'm just going to say no. Fuck the whole country. Fuck it. Fuck it. We were prepared to negotiate, but yeah. you sent this bloke in the room. Guy. And, now, and now I'm not sure. And no. now, in fact, no. No, definitely no. Now, if the, they had sent Bob Catter, we would have been. Had a well, sweet at deal. least Bob is the uh, is the way I think the rest of the world sees Australians, rightly or wrongly. You know, that's I think what people. think. Well, we Bob's are, on yeah. brand. Bob's <laughs> yeah, Bob's real brand. And he He's, went back down. We should have that "Made in Australia" sticker on Bob's fucking hat. Even though I don't know if he was made in Australia, I don't know what his uh, 
origin story is. But Bob's certainly the archetypal Australian in the eyes of the, uh, the rest of the world. Hmm. Now, does that mean if we don't get Facebook news back again that I just like am resigned to a life of not knowing what's going on? Is that what it is? Or do I have to like... Something else will pop up. Some will swoop in. We have in. to make something in Australia. Some will swoop in. Some will swoop in. That's what I think. Apparently, Google is creating a new, like, updated news site for them, like the Google News Showcase. Because, you know, if you go to, like... That's where I get my news from, the notifications on my phone. What notifications? On Apple, you get get news notifications. So the age or fucking... What? They all come in like that. That's where I get them from. Why the fuck don't I get that? That's where I'm getting them from currently. Well, okay. Watch this space. We'll obviously let you know as soon as we've heard anything from the higher-ups around what the future is for news in Australia. Of course. But to reiterate, punters and dribblers has been saved. Thanks and, for the help and of Mr. And, and it's actually grown significantly strength to strength. When we say that like Facebook is used for two things, news and punters and dribblers, we're talking about it globally. Like, If you're not watching news on Facebook, then you are in the Punters and Dribbles page, or you do both. But now that news is gone, basically 90% of the Facebook community is in the Punters and Dribbles. Punters and Dribblers is booming. That's all I do now. Yeah. That's my job now, is to accept people into the group. Yeah. That's all, I, that's all I do. That's all he has time for. And screen bots. Yeah, to be honest. Who still try to turn up. And and people that are trying to get their brands in there without paying, mm. respectfully. Um, Reach out if you want to, though. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? 
because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a t- it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code manly, you get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. I want to start off, Eddie, Dave punters dribblers with potentially the weirdest and this is saying something weirdest story of the off season arguably well probably not but it's up there it certainly left me with a lot of questions that haven't been answered whereas let's say the Kurt Capewell situation for example we kind of know how that went down whilst we you know some of the some of the specifics haven't been ironed out with that one. Big Willie Mason. Can you get uh, our Instagram up, Dave? And I think this will require headphones. Um, so for those of you living under a rock, metaphorical, metaphorical or, otherwise. or otherwise, Willie Mason. Um, Big Willie. Big Willie of rampaging forward Bulldogs fame and then also, uh, you know, became a bit of a journeyman late in the career. But obviously he was an elite player in his day Mm. but finished off playing for like 10 clubs. That's by the by. Willie, I'm not 100% sure how this happened, Edward, but I know that when the Israel Folau, Willie joined the Dragons shit started, um, he was sort of going like, "There's a lot more. There's a lot bigger assholes in Australia, mm. uh, in rugby league, mm. than than Israel Folau. All he's doing is like, you know, reading or believing some bullshit fictional story. You know, the Bible, blah blah blah. He was putting that on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, and I believe he said something Dior at the boxing's night of night nights, of nights up in Townsville for the rugby league, you know, gala event. Yes, I believe he sort of doubled down on some of that rhetoric. About religion. About religion, yeah. And about how he thinks it's bullshit. Yeah. Now, he then... A video emerged online of a gentleman who, look, heavily tattooed, uh, Christian missionary mm. of the bikey enthusiast persuasion, potentially. Yeah, look, I mean, we don't know for sure. It's all alleged, but he looks like he's into motorbikes. He looks like he might be into motorbikes and snapping cunts if they disrespect his religion. Yeah, That's, he's a mission, he's a missionary with purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He takes he's a he's a very uh, forthright, yeah, persuasive Christian missionary who likes motorbikes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it seems like, well, in this video, which we won't play that one because I that one kind of scares me a little bit more from the Christian missionary himself. That was a scary video. It's a scary video. We don't know where we got it. We're just gonna. It just was DM to us, but he was him calling out Mason for disrespecting his religion. Yes. Now and it's frightening. So now let's play Willie's video. Last week there was some uh, things taken out of mix, uh, out of context, saying um, me about bi- you know bagging the Bible and saying I wasn't religious. What a load of shit! I go to church every single Sunday, you know, and I am I come here to break some bread with one of the boys. So nothing but respect. Nothing so- but respect for for Mason. He's a man of his word. He can. He came, he spoke the truth, and I've got respect for him. You know, he's not, he's not a coward. 
He's a million boys, man. Cheers, bro. Cheers, boys. Cheers. So that was... The fight last... That was... Mason on a balcony getting filmed, looking very sort of apologetic and basically saying like, you know, not only is this whole hullabaloo around me thinking the Bible's bullshit, a misunderstanding, not only is that all just, you know, up in the air, I actually go to church every single Sunday, which I didn't know. I didn't know Willie was actually I didn't know that. so religious. I didn't know that either. But apparently he does. Yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we were seeing him, you know, such as the uh, the about face, at least, that it seems happened there after the, the missionary stepped in, that, you know, Willie up the front of a congregation, you know, is he a reverend now? If he's not, he's doing his reverend course. He's doing whatever the course is to become a reverend. The yeah. Reverend Willie Mason. Yeah. Pending. Pending. Oh. Oh. There is a Reverend Willie Mason out there. Well, so he's going to have to be William Mason. Adwald, but <laughs> the Reverend William Mason, the Second Baptist Church in America somewhere. Okay, it's overseas. Hopefully, yeah. that's all right. Over there, allow that. Um, but that was just fucking bizarre. That was bizarre. That's like that's rugby league. That is, and the amount of people who send us like inboxes being like, "Well, I, don't, I can't stop watching this video." Can't stop watching it. No, it's it's fantastic. It's must watch TV. Yeah. Now, I and it's mean, just another a feather in the cap of the rugby league offseason. Yeah, yes. look, Millie Mason's retired, but he's still in the thick of it. He's a rugby league legend. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't ever want to be involved in upsetting a motorbike enthusiast, Christian missionary. No, that's for sure, absolutely not, absolutely not. And you know, we're fucking, we're pro religion here. You know that, Eddie. Go to church every Sunday. We go to church every Sunday. Yeah. We see Willie there. Most but we've only seen Willie start coming the last couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah. I feel Willie's like. Willie's only yeah. come the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Last six before seven that, days. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't there much before that. No, no, no. But now he is up there, you know, reading Bible verses and shit. So that's nice. It's nice to see him back. It's, it's nice to see him Because it was like, you know. What's well, a bit dull without Willie Yeah, around. and he's a valued member of the, the community. So it was nice to see Willie back there. Um, but that's, that's, that's that. Let's leave that there. Let's leave that there. Now, <clears throat> in terms of rugby league stories, there's not a shitload more. I think the one that broke after we left last week, Eddie, that was pretty fucking grim, and I don't think we'll be getting too far into it. Um, but the, the sheriff, the, the sheriff, and Mike, Michael Leisha. Um, again, I think everyone knows the sort of the yarn around it. I don't think we go into it. That's that's as fucked up a rugby league story. It's a rugby league story. That's a rugby league story. That's a cr- that's a crook one. That's a real crook one. Um, now, where do you go with it? I don't know where you go. I don't, with I don't know if you go anywhere. With I don't it. think. Other you go than to say, it. wow, wow, the rugby league season delivers again. I mean, the Logie, the Logie, well, the the riders of the season of the, the off season come they, Logie time. They've got another Logie coming their way. They yeah. have to. I mean, Kurt Catewell, Mitch Pierce, the Sheriff, Willie, Willie Mason. Mason. I mean, who? I mean, I don't know who gets the gold logie for best off-season performance, but I mean, there there's a lot of contenders. There's a few contenders. This could be one of the more. This is one of the more um, close years. I think very close year. Payne Haas, yeah. David Fafita. Yeah, I think Kurt's probably. You know, I think Kurt for creativity. Creativity and like shock value, originality, originality. originality. Yeah. I mean, that's some of the best work. It's hard to have an original idea. It really is yeah. really hard to have an original, especially idea. in rugby league. Especially in rugby league because it's all been done. Yeah, 
It's all been done to death. Until it hasn't. Until you see something new. And Willie Mason and Kurt Capewell are probably the two new ones where I'm like, wow. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those ones really took my eye. Really. I mean, the Sheriff and Leica. That's sad. It's just sad. We've seen it before. We have. Yeah, we have. To a degree. But we have seen it before, but that was particularly brazen. Yeah. Well, you know, the late night. You know. Activity. Well, like at the house. At the back. It's, you know. So you just hope that everyone is as okay as possible in that situation. I just hope everyone can be friends. Yeah, we're just like not even that friends necessarily, but just move on with some semblance of peace in their hearts. (laughs) You know what we mean. Yeah. Um, uh, Look, the All-Stars game was fine. Not really much to talk about there. It was a bit of a flop of a game, unfortunately. It was a bit of a flop of a game. The pre-game dances and all that, well, obviously, they're always sick. They're so sick. Um, Was 10 all what we wanted, needed, No, was 2-0 at halftime what we wanted? No. Did I have a multi on for any time try scorers that not one of them scored? Yes, that is the case. So, you know, that's how how it happens. Um, But was there anything else in Rugby League, Eddie, that you think that we missed? There wasn't anything I had. They just announced the venues for Origin and the dates. Where we got? It. Yeah, no, I'm what? joking. What that? It's date? just MCG 9th of June, then SunCorp game two, 27th of June, July 14 in Sydney. So we need to we need to win the MCG game. Yeah, and we probably need Rugby League to send you and I down there. Probably, definitely. Yeah, we're gonna need to be. At, I mean, look, should we beat every game? Probably. Yeah. I think so. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but we certainly should be being sent to Melbourne. I also turn 32 the day after game one. So it'd be nice for... 32? Yeah, I know. Dude, I'm 33 next year. Put that in your mind. I'm basically 35. Wow. You know what I mean? Like that, if, if you're 35, you're pretty much 40. 40. And if you're 40, you're basically retired. Well, you're like... You're halfway there. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much... Um, you're basically you're on the eighth hole, I'd say, if it was a golf course. Or the ninth. Well, you're on the ninth. Yeah, I guess you could say you're on the ninth. The average. You're. I on was the... being optimistic, saying eight. Mate, mate. The average is you've started the tenth. I've now. No. Jesus I'm, Christ. I, I'm saying no. I'm saying if you're forty, you've started the tenth. Because the average age is like seventy-eight. Yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, medical advancements, aging populations. That's going up, 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 up. You're at the tee box on the 10th. <laughs> if you're 40. But I'm only 31, but I'm 32 on the 11th of June, 10th of June. And once I turn 32, I'm basically 33, which is 35, which means I'm basically 40. It means you're pretty much, pretty on, the, much on the tee box on, on the, the 10th. Box on the 10th. <laughs> you know what we made. You get it. All right, that's rugby league. Punters and Dribblers, uh, Super Rugby A, you kicked off on the weekend. I didn't manage to catch any of the games. I unfortunately didn't either. But it was on. Yeah. It was on. Apparently, the games weren't too bad. I was speaking to a mate of mine, uh, Tobias Quincy Brown. Uh, shout out to him. Good friend of the show. Also, soon to be father. Um, but he's a big rugby head. And he was like, mate, the game, like he was talking mainly Waratahs, uh, uh, Reds. But he was like, mate, the game was actually good. It was mm. just that the Waratahs were not good. Well, they got absolutely spanked 41-7 by the Reds. And I thought to myself, what's what's this all about? Mm. Anyway, a punter and dribbler put a link into the punters and dribblers Facebook group. I mean, it's just award winning in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sort of outlining the mass exodus from Australian shores to chase either Japanese or European dollars. Mm. Now, given that Super Rugby is in a bit of a like weird place because of COVID and we're doing you know a five-team comp and all that shit, it sort of makes sense a little bit, right? But the Waratahs team, I just want to read some of the outs for us, if you don't mind. Players who have gone overseas. Tom Robertson, Charlie Abel, Damien Fitzpatrick, Andrew Towell, Talau, Rob Simmons, Jed Holloway, Thomas Staniforth, Ryan McCauley, Mitch, uh, Michael Hooper, Ned Hannigan, Patrick Taffer, Mitch Short, Michael McDonald, Mac Mason, Carmichael Hunt, um, Cameron they, Clark, Kurtley Beale. Are they saying where they've gone? Uh, Western Force Rebels, Retirement, um, Year Off, London. Like, where's Ned Hannigan gone? Japan. Ned Hannigan went to Japan. Fucking hell. So not going to play Wallabies then. Michael Hooper went to Japan. Ned Hannigan went to Japan. Carmichael Hunt, year off. Curly Bill, France. Um... But like the the fucking the whole Giddo law is like if you haven't played sixty tests and you can't play for the Wallabies. So you're Ned Hannigan's of the world, who I believe was playing the end of the year tests. Are they changing that? Maybe I don't know. Michael Huber's played 400 games, so he can come back. He can come back. That's fine. I mean, he's done his time. Even though he's still like 27. But like, there's 18 players there that have left, and only six have come in. Well, isn't it... I heard someone say the other day that we're in like that dip in between World Cups. So all the players yeah, are going to play Yeah, but there's a dip, and then there's a, a fucking sinkhole. Like, <laughs> this seems a bit more than just a dip. And it's also COVID and all that sort of mm. shit. But like... Anyway, we're not smashing Rugby Union. That's just... Quite a lot of outs. What I was well, it's just I'm saying it's a lot of outs for our, our beloved Waratah. Yes, yes. Who you know, two years ago had Israel fucking Falau and Kurtley Beal and Michael Hooper. Where'd James Slipper go? Not ja- not James Slipper. J- Rob Simmons, London Irish. There you go. Um, line out called Sumbra. Um, Dave, I think I sent something as well. Something happened on the weekend, right? Mm. So a couple of things with Stan Sports and rugby. So I had a mate who was trying to watch mm. Stan on his TV. Now, the TV, for starters, did not look... It was, it's a modern fucking television, right? He's not trying to watch it on some 1990, early 2000s brick. Mm. It was a normal modern TV. And Stan Sports was not compatible with his TV. So he got a message saying, yeah, your TV's not compatible, so you can't watch the, the rugby that you've paid $10 a month for. Yeah. His is, TV looked fine. It's a fucking completely legit TV. Like, know that. It's not something weird. It's not like, oh, this is from 2006. It's a completely legit TV. Couldn't watch it. Then... Something happened with the deal between Sky, Tab, Stan, something where basically no pubs could play the rugby on the weekend through Stan. Is that right, Dave? Yeah, basically, there was, so yeah, there was a deal between Sky and Stan and I guess the pubs and Tab, and kind of Tab pulled the plug at the last minute because there was some agreement between Stan and Sky that hadn't really been, um, like okayed with tab and so tab were like fuck this but they said there still could be a deal but tab were just like we're not doing this now and but like out. first weekend of the fucking how is how are you not fucking sorting that out the and i'm not speaking specifically about any any one entity that was involved in that bed shit but obviously someone there has fucked up and it's just 
mind-blowing to me the more you deal with people in other industries or businesses or whatever, how people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. People on good money, in big jobs, in serious positions, don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. And it's like, you're just met with these people. You're like, People are more incompetent than you might think. Like, seriously incompetent. Yeah, or maybe you've experienced this and they're like, oh no. How do you is- not sit down and nut out an agreement with Sky and Tab to show the games in pubs? And if you didn't know that, that in itself is fucking ridiculous. Because mm. if, if you haven't got the game in pubs, what the fuck are you doing? It has to be in pubs. Yeah. It has to be. And the amount of dribbles had sent us a message being like, you can watch it on fucking, you can still watch it on Gem, bro. Because I, I put up the thing, my mate put a, took a photo of his of his uh, TV not working for Stan. And I put it up on one of our stories and, and then all these dribblers come back on. You can still watch it on Gem. I'm like, it's not really about that though, is it? Because if I've paid money to Stan to watch their fucking rugby on their thing and it's not working, then I'm getting chipped 10, 10 boners every week every or month. a month, whatever it is. To, and I now have to watch that. They only have one game or something on Gem. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's more a comment about Stan. Now, I don't know what Stan's doing. They could be cool. But it wasn't a great first week. And I actually felt sorry for him. We got an inbox from Stan. And they didn't even follow us and we didn't follow them. And it was like, oh, are you having problems? And I was just like, mm, this is weird. Mm. Um, but that would have been a stressful, stressful weekend. For- you, wouldn't wanted, you wouldn't have wanted to be their social media team or you know, like, or the agency that they'd outsourced Their resolutions to. department. Yeah, yeah. Customer service just sitting there pounding away on Instagram all weekend going, we're so sorry. Like, use this. Use this link to try and fix the link. problem. Yeah, use this help link. Use this help link. Use this help link. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, stressful. Yeah. So stressful. I feel sorry for those sort of people having to do that shit. That would have been a fucking nightmare. Anyway, um, good to see that rugby is back, though, um, and look forward to watching a couple of games. Suliasi Vunavalu doing his best to keep rugby union in the headlines. Obviously, you sign leagues for headlines in rugby, right? If you sign of course league, you do. You get the headlines. and Well, that's what you're buying. You're buying marketing dollars yep. without spending them. Without spending them. And he, I don't know exactly what he did, but he's suspended for a couple of games, fined, I think, 10 Gs, could be more, bringing the game to disrepute. Having a bit of a push and a shove and a brouhaha with a with a secchi up in Queensland. Do you all play, mm. care to elaborate? Um, it doesn't really give much more information than that. Pushed a security guard, was ejected. Um, yeah, rugby league behaviour at a Brisbane club. Perfect. That's fine. It's what you expect. It's what you expect from a leaguey. I mean, they're getting what they paid for. I think it's a terrific investment. Yep. You know, it's it's... It's inches in the paper, you know. Exactly. I mean? It's column inches in the paper. Had us talking about the game. It's got us talking the about it. Kicked off. I mean, I, I hats off to him. Yep, hats off to him because Great investment. And the Reds still fucking got the job done. So when he, they bring him in, and he is like, to be honest, I've I've said this for a while now. Like, if I wanted to show an alien what a perfect human physique looked like, mm. like not too big, not too small, like Goldilocks zone, perfect human being, uh, you know, um, proportioned. Just fucking spot on. It's Suliasi Vinavalu. I don't know why it is, but there's just something about the way that man's put together where I'm like, that's just perfection. He's put together very nice. And like, you can think about someone like an NBA player or like a Francis Ngannou or something. You go, yeah, but they're humongous. They're actually on like the humongous side of human beings. Six I'm foot like, eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seven foot. This guy, Vinavalu, is probably like, what, six three, maybe six four. And you're just like, this guy's a freak. Athletic, fast, strong. Mm. Mm. Beast. Beast. 
Strong as an ox. Tom. Strong as an ox. Uh, so best of luck to Suliasi Vunavalu. Good luck. Look forward to seeing you back on the rugby pitch. Now, Eddie, as you know, the captaincy debate uh, in cricket at the moment is a hot one. Real hot, real spicy. Um, well, it's gone up a notch. It's gone up a notch because T-Pain had a bit of an off summer and he's also on... He's approaching the, t- the 10th tee box uh, in age. Yeah, he is. He's very close. Yes. So, you know, uh, I think... I think he's walking from the 9th to the 10th, He's isn't he? walking from the 9th to the 10th. Um, and, you know, as Australians, as cricket lovers, we're all sort of going, well, who does come in? Does Smith come back in? Does Pat Cummins come back in? And... From a state level, all the state sides start to, you know, circle their collective wagons around, like, their candidate. So I think there's a push in Queensland. Because I think Kawaja's currently the Queensland cricket captain. Well, it's good at the moment, though, because we didn't go to South Africa. They're all playing Sheffield Shield. Yes. So we're getting more of a taste. Or Cup, whatever it is. Both. Yes. So we're getting a bit of a taste for what the future may look like based on a state level. But so from Queensland, I think Kawaja is still the state captain, but people are saying maybe we give it to Marnus. Let's see how Marnus does because Kawaja looks like he's been banished from all cricket for the rest of his life, rightly or wrongly. He did score a century in Shield this weekend. Yeah, he did. But then then again, so did Joe Burns. Smoking Joe Burns did. Cam Baggy Green got a double ton. So it's actually, the cricket in Australia is good right now. We should never go to fucking South Africa. We should always just be able to let these guys play. Anyway. Pat Cummins was named captain of New South Wales. And that was a bit like, ooh, that's essentially a state-based endorsement for Pat as a national skipper is how many people saw it. Mm. Uh, and a bit of a public nabrying of Steve Smith's return to the top job. Yes. Who was captain beforehand? Of New South Wales. Good. Qu- I'm going to say maybe like a Moses on Reeks. Mm, I would also think. That's what I would say. Moses. If you get some clarification around that, it'd be nice. Now. Bet it would. Dior. Real. Oh, real. had a big weekend at mum and dad's. He did. Had the boys over. I saw that. Did mum and dad know that? Do you tell them or not? Oh, I mean, I think they assume I have people over because, you know, why wouldn't I? Fair call. And your mate rocks up to Prees with two shirts. Yeah. Keep across your socials, mate. Don't you worry. Uh, Do we know who the previous captain was? Uh, New South Wales cricket captain. 2020. It's all just stuff about Cummins being named captain. It doesn't really say who If you were to go before. to Wikipedia in New South Wales, are you going to try to find it, Eddie? If you find it before Dior, mm. he has to do the rest of the show. Well, actually, here he doesn't have shoes on. What the fuck can we do? We can't make him do it shirtless. <laughs> we then lose out, I think. Mm. Here we go. I'm going to fucking find it, Dior. Uh, Peter Neville. There we go. There we go. Put a little pressure Peter on him. Neville. Peter Neville. Okay. We well, I'm glad we got that out I'm of the way. I'm glad we got that there. That was important. So, <laughs> Pat Cummins now captain. Now, have you got the offsiders thing where they're talking yep. about it? Yep. Now, I will cut out some of this audio from the offsiders here, so we'll just hear the bits that Smith says. But basically, Smith's been asked twice since Pat Cummins has been named uh, New South Wales captain. He's been asked twice about um, what his thoughts were on Pat Cummins 
being captain. Once was directly after the game where Smudge scored a ton. So it was in Pat's first game as a one-dayer. Smudge got a ton. I think it was last Monday, actually. And then this is what Smudge had to say. Can Pat Cummins, is there any reason why he can't be the captain of Australia? Uh, good question. Um, I, I think being a fast bowler, it'll be tough. But, um, yeah, that's that's not for, for me to really answer. Yeah, it was good. Pretty easy day, I think, today. Um, I don't think there was too much to, to sort of do. Not a tough day, but, um, yeah, did good in his first day. <laughs> Dude, and you look at Smudge's wow. So there was one that was radio, right, and you couldn't see his face, but he's obviously like, you know. His face in the second one, the second and third statements he says, yeah, yeah. punters and dribblers. After the, after the game that he scored a ton in, like, he, is, he looks can, salty yeah. as fuck. Not a lot to do. Pretty easy day. Yeah, he wants that job back bad. Badly. That's like the most public evidence. He's never said it really, I don't think. Like, yeah, I want to be cutting again, but that was the oh, most... Oh, no, 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 no. You know now. That was the most public endorsement of his, like, leadership aspirations that you've ever seen. You now know. Yeah, he wants it back. Whereas I was sort of like, maybe he doesn't. Yeah, maybe he's happy just to come back and chill. Maybe he's just happy to come back and chill. I don't know. Maybe it was got to him. Who knows? We never knew, but now we fucking do know. Yeah. Like, he is stinging for that gig. Then it gets me thinking. Now my brain starts ticking over. And we, is, mate, is your cr- brain starts moving. Is Cricket Australia going to, you know, the head honchos at New South Wales Cricket going, we listen, Smudge isn't getting that fucking gig. So don't fucking pick him because we don't want the public to start to side with him and for it to be difficult for us. So you're picking, you're picking, you're picking, picking Pat, Pat Cummins. Cummins. Do you reckon there's part of that? Possibly. Yeah, well, I think it's certainly that you could have, it could be Cricket Australia going, we want to see how Pat does it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or that want, But Well, as in like, Smith ain't getting it. So that's what I mean. That. No, that's what they're going. There's no way we pick Smudge, right? Just know that, New South Wales. Smudge mm. ain't getting it back. Now, we could go with Marnus. We could fucking go with Travis Head, if you believe Shane Warne. So, like, but what we want to see is, is Pat up capable. to it. Is Pat capable? Can he do it? I think there's, I think there's every chance that's what we're seeing here. Yeah. Every chance. But Smith looked so salty. You wonder as well, like, I thought they were buddies. It'd be fucking weird. Don't it be a bit weird if you're Pat Cummins and then you're seeing like your mate react like that after your. But how do you know like, they're buddies? I don't. I said I thought they were. Like I'm pretty sure they like went to each other's weddings and shit. I think that's. I think that's just like a, a you, nod. Yeah, it's like a. That's like a. Uh, what is it? Uh, they played co- a, corporate. Uh, corporate responsibility. Corporate respect. They've played a lot of social. They played a fair bit of cricket together, know what right? I'm trying to say. Between New South Wales and Australia, and Australia, they would have played a fucking shitload hmm. of cricket. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a. Yeah, like I respect you come along. Who knows? We're spitballing here. Yeah, we are. But what I do know is that was not a glowing endorsement of his skip no. after scoring 100 from Steve Smith. Oh, see, I'd prefer it if, if Steve was like, listen, yeah, no, it's a good job. I still really want to captain Australia again, though, as well. Why can't you just be honest? So, listen, if I don't get the job back, that's fine. Obviously, I But I up. want it. But I want to be captain again. Like, and Pat knows that. Yeah, Pat knows that. I love Pat. If he got it, I'd be the first one to pat him on the bum yeah. and be like, well done, brother. I'd be the first one to pat Pat. Pat Pat. But I want the fucking job. I wish there was a bit more of that. I think there needs to be a bit more of that. And then go, why do you want the job? Well, I think, I I think, think I'm a good captain. But and I, I think, think I fucking left it in a wrong... I, you know, I, I hate the way that I left the job. Yeah, I, I can be better. I, I can be better. I deserve what I will be to better. Me, but I know I can do it. So I will be better. Yeah. I can be better. Come out and be honest. Don't do that shit because that's that's honesty, but it's not it's not like it's no, honesty. No, no, I can, no, no, it's no, not, no, 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 but it's no, honesty no, no. in the sense that like you don't realize how much you're telling me with your face. It's underhand yeah. as well. It's a bit it's a bit uncouth. Because you got to fucking you got to bash your boy 
to yeah, try and push yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's right. Don't bash your boy. Just no. come out and go, I want it back. Yeah. I fucked up. I know that. But I can be a better man. I will be a better man. Yeah. That's what I want to hear from you, Steve. Yeah. Bit of honesty, bit of truth. Raw. Yeah. Raw. That'd shock people. People's fucking mouths would fall to the floor. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, I actually want it. I actually want it back. I love Pat, but I want it back. I love I love Pat, but I want the top job. Mm. I'm the man for the job. I mean, you know what? I think that gets people talking, and then I I, get, I think people start to go shit. That's a leader. Yeah, only a le- only a true leader would do that. Come out, but that not not that, not that, not what we saw. No, there. no, no. He's he's doing himself a big disservice. I'm 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 getting the I'm getting the the texture out. That didn't look good. I'm getting the texture out. And I'm thinking about putting a line through him. Permanent too. Yeah. We haven't yet, but we're thinking about it. Well, I bought a, I've got a permanent texture. You've got a permanent texture. It's out. It's that did. Know that. We have an art line permanent texture. Is it called an art line? I don't know. That's not important. Whatever. Sharpie. What's important is... Sharpie. Well, Sharpie's too thin. We need a big, thick one. No, a big, thick. Big and thick. One that they used to like tag on white walls and shit. Lads use them. We need a big, thick one. Yeah. And we're about to tag Steve Smith's name. We're about to write toy. Of his name, which, if you're a graph gimp, is what you write over other people's tags to like disrespect them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Or you put a line through it and then write toy under it. I don't know why. I don't know what that is, but the thing I've hung out with too many of your mates to. Well, I didn't know that. No, I know not your mates. It's a uh, shout out to James Mortimer who <laughs> lived a couple of doors down from me uh, in Redfern and. I'm pretty sure Mort's house got tagged and rather than cleaning off the tag on his house, he just crossed it and put toy under it. Like, rather than- Oh, so that could all be bullshit. No, no, no. It is true because I've seen it in other areas. But okay, it could be bullshit, obviously. It could be complete bullshit. Given the source. Given the source. But I'm pretty sure it's not. But what's more insane is that rather than cleaning his house, he thought, I'm just going to disrespect the person who tagged my house and I'm also going to tag my house. <laughs> Win-win. Win-win. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Mort. Um, Was that video with Zamper and Thingo any good? Is it worth watching, Dave? Yeah, it's kind of funny. What is it? It's, yeah, I'll show you. It's only like 15 seconds. All right, let's watch it. Zamper and Stoyness. Eddie, you're going to need headphones, my bra. Yeah. Putting. It's not not funny. I just don't get it at all. Is that a TikTok craze that we're not aware of? It might be. So like he, they were, one of them was putting. Uh, they're in a room. They were putting for a cup, uh, putting a ball into a cup. You love Auntie Donna, Dave. Bro, what it just fucking on? keeps getting like autoplay. You're such an Auntie Donna guy. Um, they're putting inside a room, a golf ball into a cup. The ball clearly misses. Then they cut to the cup and the ball goes in. And then they dance. Weird dance as well. Tell you what, thanks for that video, Dave. That was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> you asked to see it, <laughs> um, but Zampa, I don't want to. There's a very real chance that Zampa at one point might. Uh, so he's Zampa's fucking a huge Yuli's Bruce fan. Mm. Like that interacts with him all the time, talks to him. You know, I mean, when we interviewed him, he had fucking. When we interviewed him for Ko, he had the bloody the Kingus in the. In the fridge, remember? Yeah, he, he had did. The, he had the yeah. Ollie's Brews in the fridge. There's a chance that we are going to get him for the Thick Ropes 11 for one game. Really? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, dude. Unbelievable. Wow. If that happens, goodness gracious me. You reckon you could hit him for a six like you did Schmicker? 
Well, look, I think Schmicko and, and Zampa probably slightly different. But Schmicko is also not bowling any spin. Zampa's obviously going to have a bit of, a bit of turn, although he doesn't turn a lot. Um, Schmicko probably turns it more, but Schmicko is a bit slower. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of easy. Just a bit. little bit. Yeah, yeah. You could sort of just sit back there and like wait for the ball to come to you and put it away. Um, and many of you are probably asking, like, what's been going on with Thick Ropes? It's like, I've had a couple of weeks off, obviously, you know. Getting married now, and I was sick last week, and, mm. you know, a lot on, a lot happening. Mm. So. Yeah, well, that's right. Bucks are firing. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Yeah, so you, the, you never talk about well, the Well, we had top, well, I always forget, top of the table in the last week. Um, you know. You are top of the table? We, we, we took on top of the table. We lost a couple early in the season, but we've fucking found a groove. Yeah. Did we put 10 on them? Yeah. On top of the table. Was it 10-2? Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. Did I open proceedings? Sure. Did you? Because there was a video that got leaked to the media last week of you trying to chase Tonka, and it looked like (laughs) you had zero hamstrings. Like, you looked... Yeah. I couldn't tell if you were putting that on. I was putting it on. Didn't look like it. Mate, come down to Centennial Park. You get... See what it's all about, baby. You getting to top speed is See what it's all about. Tough, tough situation. Yeah, no, no. I was putting it on. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. Um... Yeah, slippery bucks. You've got to be a little bit more on the ball with letting us know how they're going. The well, we're going. We're, well, that's how we're going. Killing it. That's how we're going. Knocking off top of the table stuff. Our for and against is fucking ridiculous now. Like you know, we're a threat. Yeah, we're a big. Where threat. do you sit on the table? I think we're second. But you know, <laughs> it's all right. about it's all about how you go final time, baby. Exactly. It's all are that matters. Still against the woodcocks? Are they still getting around? No, no, no. Where they're, are they? They're div one. Oh, you're not div one. No. What div are you? We're Div 3 now. What What happened? I don't know. We were Div 1 semis last year, and we rocked up, and he was like, you're in Div 3, and we're like, oh, okay. Well, we'll just have to win what's in front of us. That seems disrespectful. Yeah, it was, but it is what it is. We're Div 7 in the cricket, so... <laughs> and we're going to potentially be bringing an Australian player, so that'll be nice. We're going to put, like, just goggles on him and, like, a fake moustache. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in the notes? Anything else, else in, in the, the notes? notes? There was that tennis game last night. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, fuck. Djokovic beat the piss out of Medvedev. Feel sorry for Medvedev. Straight sets. Just disgraceful tennis. Mm. Um, Novak now, 18 slams, nine Australian Opens. He's never lost an Australian Open final. And he's also going to be breaking Federer's record for most time at number one in the next couple of months. That win secures him the most. Like, it'll... Oh, really? Yeah. He's also the only player on tour to win all the Masters tournaments. So the Masters is the level below the Grand right, Slams. So he's won, he's won all of them. No one else has done that. I think it's fair to say that he's probably going to go down as a goat. In terms of numbers. In terms of numbers, Yeah. I think you're probably right. Yeah. He's only 33. He looks like he's in great near. Yeah, he does. Mm. But he shits people. Like, yeah. he craps on all week about how injured he is, and then he wins. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but you're who, obviously not also, that injured. But who cares if he's injured or not injured? Like, I, I don't... Again, I'm not a big Jocko fucking fan. He can. I love the way he plays tennis. He's great at tennis. But, like, who gives a shit if he says he's injured and then he plays well? Steve Matai went down every single tackle he made, and then he'd get up and then cut someone else in half again. And you're like, oh, well, he's back. Yeah, I know what you mean, but he just he just gets on with his work. Yes, he does just get on. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't make a big fucking song and dance about, about it. it. That's no. what I mean. He just That's sort of stays down in, in horrendous pain 
and then gets back up. You also know that Matai was truly in pain. That's probably the difference. He was like, oh my God, I think I've broken my neck. Oh, there's a defender coming. I better get up and then slice him in half with my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just rubs people up the wrong way. A yes, bit, I, think. I think so. Well, look, yeah, they don't like him, but... But you're right. I mean, it's now 20, 20, 18. 18. And he's... Tight. How old is fucking Nadal? He's old 35, I think. Federer's... Federer's... 38? Yeah, Federer's approaching the 10th tee box with Tim Payne. Yeah, he is. He is. Nadal's 34. Okay. Oh, he's only one year older then. Nadal could still do it. Nadal's yeah. just the body is... Nadal, but when Nadal's going to win the French... Yeah, Federer's yeah. 39. So that'll get him to 21. Yeah. Let's, we all hope and pray that... Fed gets one. Federer more. gets Wimbledon. Yeah. That's 21, 21, 18. You know. Then, but then it's like hard court US. Fucking but job, like, which will probably no, get but it. you just, you look around, right? And you go, if, I mean, Federer doesn't have, Federer's slowed down a lot. Doesn't play a whole lot it's of tennis. 40. Yeah, I know. Mm. But I'm saying he doesn't play a whole lot of tennis. So he doesn't, he's not a threat all the time. Nadal clearly wasn't a threat this year at the Australian Open. Like, Djokovic is just going to... He can play another three years and just fucking pick him off. He, yeah. and, and no one's stopping him. No, no, no one's no. up to his no level. One's even close. They're all fucking dog shit. Yeah. So he's just got... You know, he's got the... Uh, he's got the rails, right? He's got the rails... Like, exactly. He's, got he's the gonna get. Run. He'll probably be like 26. You know he could I mean? easily. He could easily. They had him pegged for like, you know, having a big run at, at all of them last year. Yeah. Before they all got cancelled. And then God, it was COVID, COVID fucked year. it all out and yeah. stuff, you know? But I think that we all now know deep down. We, we can see the writing on the wall. That he's he's a big chance at winning or uh, at getting the most. M- mainly because... Well, he only needs to win three more. And well, he's, you'd think that you'd... But mainly him. because he's got, he's got the U.S. He's got Australian Open on lockdown. He's got Wimbledon pretty fucking dialed. Mm. He's better at the U.S. than Nadal. And, you know, he concedes the French Open to Nadal, let's say. It's still 3-1 the year. But all it takes is Nadal to have an injury, which he has. And but it's he still goes, 3-1. Right, I'll take the French. But it's still 3-1 a year. Yeah. There's only, there's only one major on clay, baby. Yeah. And he's got all these other records that just bolster his, uh, you know, his duffel bag. He's also got a winning stats. record against both of them, I'm pretty sure. against. I th- Can you just look up that head-to-head nadal Federer? He's definitely got a... Uh, sorry, Djokovic. He's definitely got a winning record against Federer. I don't know if he does against Nadal. Well, they all have a winning record against Federer. Mm. Federer is just the best in terms of, like, I love him. Being an artist. Yeah. Djokovic, Nadal, Djokovic, 29, Nadal, 27. There you, you go. go. And go Djokovic, Fed. Djokovic, Fed. 24, I mean, sorry. Oh, Nadal, Federer. Wait, Djokovic, Nadal. Djokovic, Federer. Djokovic, Federer. Uh, Federer has 23, Djokovic 27. There you go. They're tight. They are the, tight. Nadal Federer is not tight, though. No, they played no. so many times on clay, which is the big reason. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, that's all interesting. It's all interesting, Eddie. I think we probably jump on to a bit of dribbles, though, now. Let's dribble, baby. Is there anything else we missed? I don't think so. Let's dribble. Tom, Eddie, see your Dan, uh, punters, and the dribblers. Uh, before I get started, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the King Dribble last week, who uh, managed to say in about five minutes what could have been covered in 30 seconds. Uh, spit it out, cunt. Uh, anyway, 
I just wanted to quickly touch on the world game, not something you guys talk about often. Uh, last week you were talking about the goats and Cristiano Ronaldo came up. Uh, a little bit rattled by what you said, almost saying that he wasn't as good as people are saying, that he should be lower on the list. I just chose to respectfully disagree. Just wanted to give a quick rundown of Ronaldo and why I think he is the goat in the world game. Uh, first of all, this isn't talking down Lionel Messi. He's undoubtedly the best at coming second place, as well as scoring it against the likes of Tapas FC. Uh, but no one does it like Ronaldo. That man's won it all. Three Champions Leagues back-to-back, as well as a fourth at Real Madrid, a fifth at Manchester United before that. Uh, all-time top goal scorer in the knockout stages, where it matters. Uh, that's actually the territory where Lionel Messi seems to falter. Uh, once again, manages to choke at every opportunity. Ronaldo, not that player. Uh, you'll find him scoring the goals, scored in three separate Champions League finals, uh, played a huge part in getting his team to that point every time, uh, actually has won the Euros with Portugal, not quite the World Cup, but better than the second place in the Copa America that Messi achieved. Uh, anyway, that's it for me. Just wanted to give big ups to Ronaldo. Thinks he deserves it. Have a good one, fellas. See you soon. Yep. Certainly. I'm cool with that. I mean, play on. Play on. Look, I, I, I think that he came with stats. He came with things to you know to back up his stand, his position. Mm. And I don't know enough about soccer to refute any of them. So I would have <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not calling him a liar, and I never would. No. I think he's come with fact. Yeah. But where he sat on the list of like all timers, all timers in all sports, yeah. we just thought he was a pinch high. Yeah. That was all. Yeah. Not a pinch high in soccer, a pinch high generally. Yep. Let's not do his second dribble, Dave. Yeah, no, it was only 10 seconds. So, yeah, we'll move on. Fellas, uh, Baby Bell Dribbler here. Look, um, food-related dribble. I've just left Woolworths, um, and I've got some disturbing news. Uh, do you boys remember the miniature cheeses that you were able to get from the dairy aisle? Um several years ago where you could put them in the bag and you'd take 10 for five bucks. Well, they're fucking gone. Um, I used to eat those things by the handful and uh, now they're no more. I've recently had a son of my own, a strong lad who will grow up to be a great sportsman um, in his father's ilk. And uh, I was keen to get him started on the mini cheeses early, but um, unfortunately... They've let me down. Just wondering your thoughts on that, fellas. Did you enjoy the mini cheeses growing up? Because I certainly did. Um, mini cheeses soon. Craft singles never. Right. If he's talking baby bells, then yeah. I know exactly what he's talking about. You remember those little circle cheeses? They were in yeah. like the red wax. Mm. Yeah. I also like the, the moo cow ones. The, come, the laughing cow. The laughing yeah, where cow. They're, where they're like all in triangles, triangles already. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does have a, a second dribble where I think he goes into a bit of string cheese rhetoric. It's a quick one. Do you remember them? Uh, Baby Bell Dribbler here, uh, opening my account with a quick double dribble. While we're on the topic of mini cheese, um, what the fuck was up with string cheese? Are they still a thing? I might have to duck down to the local Woolies and uh, check, but fellas, if you know anyone that used to eat this stuff in the playground, what was going on in their heads? It was 90% plastic. Um, That's about it. I'm I'm pretty hungry at lunchtime, as you can probably tell, Mm. and... um, I'm, I'm really craving some cheese. All right. Craft singles never. Look, I'd say off the bat, if 
my mother gives me string cheese in my lunchbox, I assume it's cheese. Same. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going, what's in this? No, but I reckon she probably assumes it's cheese when she buys it as well. I think so. I people didn't look at the ingredients back then. No. People were far more trusting. I mean, we only found out recently that chicken McNuggets from McDonald's were like fucking 30% chicken. Didn't even know that until just then. So Now I they were 100% chicken, which I think... You know, oh, they are now 100% they, chicken? They've changed them. Oh, good, because I had some on the weekend. Um, and But my point is, you know, I don't think we just... We didn't used to read things. No. Now, now, I think from a string cheese perspective... Do you remember that you used to peel them? Mm. And that in and of itself probably should have... Maybe, obviously, hindsight twenty twenty, but that should have raised some alarms. Like, food doesn't do What that. was it called? String cheese. No, it had, had it like a brandy name. You might like have been around, though. Was it Beager that made it? I don't know. Just, just, just Google. String I remember cheese. the guy had like a little face, maybe, and he and his hair and his was head, like his hair yeah, was stringy. His, yeah, yeah, his yeah, head was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just called string. Yeah, Beager stringers. Beager stringers. Okay, there you go. This, but they still got the dude. He's still around. Yeah, yeah, that's them. Can you? Can you? Mate, Google, that's when cheese was like you know. Can you Google like what the ingredients are in Beager stringers? Yeah. Um, baby bells though the little circle wheels covered in wax and you had like one strip to undo it and then you break them apart they were delicious mm. fantastic but all that other shit no thank you singles again craft singles was like I mean you can just tell when you look at shit sometimes you go that's not real food that's not real uh, ingredients for stringers milk salt cultures Enzyme in brackets non-animal rennet and more culture. Okay, well that, that's given us nothing. Well, um, cultures are cheese, aren't they? I think that's play on from Stringer. Well, I have no idea. I'm, saying culture. I'm sure there is some sort of cheese. I, there, but... I mean, we I used to get craft sing- like the singles every yeah. now and then. Yeah, same. But and you used to undo- remember the, the, the plastic, the plastic. Talk yeah. about unnecessary plastic. Yeah, yeah, craft yeah. That didn't plastic. need to be. They, you, you could have just put them in a block and then you just peel them apart. Well, yeah, unless maybe they were particularly adhesive. They were sticky. Mm. Anyway, let's thank we, you. Let's yeah, move thanks. on. Too much on cheese. <laughs> Way too much. Was that our first dribble? Second. <clears throat> G'day, boys. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Dave, all the punters and dribblers. Uh, I'm just calling up because I've, I've taken umbrage uh, with the recent episode about the sports goats. Uh, you were talking a bit of smack about Wayne Gretzky. Now I'm not even a hockey dribbler, but I thought I should defend the man because if someone like Bradman's getting all the all the praise, as he rightly should, for being a statistical monster, then Gretzky's pretty out there. Uh, also, hockey's a pretty international game. No, we don't play it in Australia, but, I mean, Europe, North America, some pretty big hockey dribblers around the world. But for Gretzky himself, the guy's got about 60 individual records in the game, like unbeatable stuff. Uh, he's got trophies galore. He, his most famous sort of records is most points, so for, for goal-making contributions, goals and assists, He's got the most points, and a fun fact for that is even if he'd never scored a goal, a single goal, he'd still have the most points in history just from his assists alone. He's a machine. Uh, he was such a massive name that when he was getting traded from Edmonton to LA back in the day, uh, Canadian Parliament tried to block the trade. So can you imagine someone getting traded in the NRL or something and it goes to Parliament to try to block it? This guy was massive. And then my favourite stat of his is that him and his brother Brent are the highest point-scoring brother duo ever in the history of the NHL. Wayne got 2,857, and Brent came in with a big lift at a huge four. <laughs> anyway, uh, slap shot soon, and big prayers to Albert. 
hope you're doing well, Albert. Be soon. Bye. Yeah, our, our Chinese 70-year-old friend from last week. Albert, look, we haven't heard from Albert. We hope Albert's doing well, though. Um, look, shout out to Wayne again. Sure. I'm not going to dispute any of that. No. Do I care for ice hockey? No, I don't. Quite frankly, I don't understand what the fuck anyone watches. No. It's too quick yeah. for these slow eyes. Yeah, and like you're trying to see the park. And like, mm. Listen, I'm not disputing that Wayne Gretzky, based on some of those stats you sent through, which... Could have been better because you said 60 records, you named one. But uh, look, yeah, sure, he's great. And I did see, I think it was a 30 for 30 about him getting traded from one to the other and it was humongous and, you know, all this shit. But I don't know. Just a bit like, meh. again, it's like played, I guess there's, what, what countries play ice hockey? Canada, America, Russia, Russia, Russia Sweden. Sweden. So there are a few countries well, that play it. Look, I respect him. European. I respect it's, Wayne. It's a tough sport. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's a tough sport. I, like, I respect Wayne. I respect the hell out of Wayne. I respect Wayne. Don't and Wayne knows that. that. Wayne knows that. Wayne, Wayne, look, Wayne, Wayne called, doesn't get it twisted. Wayne called us after last week's podcast. We hashed, we hashed it out and we just said, listen. Wayne respects the hell out of us too. Yeah, so, you, you, you know, know Bradman, which he isn't. And that's all we said. That's all we said. Shout out to Brett Gretzky as well, or whatever, Wayne's brother. Brent. Brent. Brent, one of the great tries all time. Yeah. And Never stop brothers. trying. Never stop trying. At least he holds a record. <laughs> all right. Cheers, one. Hey, boys. Uh, Come Dog from Newcastle here. Oh. Just driving home from work, listening to the potty. Um, just a response to Dior Dave. Fuck you for calling Natalie Portman old. <laughs> And fuck you for saying the 90s are 30 years ago, bruh. No way. Nowhere near. Fuck you, Dave. I mean, technically, Dave is right, though. The 90s were 30 years ago. They were 30 years ago. I was born in the 90s, which wasn't 30 years ago, but the 90s... Yeah, yeah. Look, Dave's right. Dave's technically right. You've got to hand it to the man. He's right. He is, but... I do apologise to Natalie Portman. Yeah, calling her old. And also saying you met her when actually you just got nabrad by her or your friend did and you watched. But... You know, yeah. No, I think that was all deserved, except mm. for the fact that the nineties were thirty years ago. Yeah, part of the nineties. Part were. of the nineties were. Let's press on. Hey boys, uh, Drift the Dribbler here, short time listener, first time caller. Just want to give a shout out to the brother-in-law. Uh, got me onto the podcast. Hasn't yet had the balls to call in, so uh, consider yourself called out, mate. <laughs> Make a call, give yourself a dribble. Shout out to the now. I want to give you the throwback back to the, to BBL. Now I know you just hate the the old pyjama version of cricket. But I want to alert you to something you may not have seen or heard. Um, old Bo Webster, old six-foot-six fucking fame, he, uh, he came out for a bowl, traditionally a batsman, and uh, came out and bowled both medium paces and off-spin in the same over to, uh, to different batsmen, depending on what their weakness was. Oh. Now I'm just curious on what your thoughts on that are and if we should see more, because I reckon if, you're that, if you've got the fucking talent to bowl two different uh, disciplines I reckon you should but I'm interested in your thoughts boys uh, be a fan it's an interesting point I I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that in yeah. the years is there, is there was there like a, a dude in India or something back in the day who was well not even back in the day sorry more recent history because I think I saw it on IG but he could bowl pace with both hands like he was bowling pace both arms and you're like holy shit that's pretty hectic that's pretty cool to be able to just switch up on a motherfucker but also, like, imagine being able to bowl spin with both. Mate. Imagine if you could bowl offies and, and leggies. leggies. 
and coming and you don't know like what that seems like an, an evolution and you know in, this, in the way that like in MMA it's like initially it was like it was a boxer versus a grappler or you know a jiu-jitsu guy against a you know taekwondo or like why wouldn't you as a bowler almost try and be like you know what I can bowl if you're a spinner leggies and offies or even just like I can bowl fucking multiple different deliveries and then as a batsman you're going what the fuck am I facing here imagine if a bloke could play could bowl you know Stump to stump, medium pace, but also off his and leggies. Yeah. But he's, you know, he got his medium pace off a couple of steps. Like the run ups were pretty similar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they have to be. Well, they have to, of course they do. That'd be wild. You're a triple threat but then. It's also crazy that you're in, a triple threat. In like, a, what is it, 100, 200 years of cricket, that that hasn't been something that's become like more prevalent. Maybe, well, maybe it speaks to too much work. You got, you like, the work required to be good at one just dictates that you can't unless you're like a freak yeah but I'm surprised we haven't seen more of it yeah I really am I like it good question good question good comment whatever you said good statement yeah well said yeah well said Tom Eddie Dion (laughs) Pinus and Dribblers you know it's the Moss McCabell over here Dribbler I've just had a brushes with Lame with the one and only King Nick Kyrgios. Uh, the, the piss it was full at 122 here in Canberra and, and he stormed out. He gave me a crisp high five on the way through. I just wondered what other punters and dribblers have had a, as a brushes with Lame with the old Nick Kyrgios here in Canberra. Well, listen, I haven't had any, but I'm I'm certainly I'm ready to. I'm though. ready to and I'm ready to, to for any P's and D's to send in their brushes with King. I think someone did. I think someone saw him at Kuji Pav on Saturday or Sunday night. I yeah, know apparently we, did. he's down Sydney getting yeah. some work. Is he? Mm, Sydney work. Brushes with King. Well, maybe King reach out. We should fucking well, we we're busy, hey, to be completely honest, and that's no disrespect to King. If he was available, we'd move mountains, but this we're, week's probably not. It's not ideal. It's not ideal for us. King, not this week, bro. If you're in Sydney for a while, maybe next week. And even then, that might be tough. But let's look for next week. Um, Brushes with King, send them in. King, reach out. Hey, boys. I'm going to stay anonymous on this one just in case the person in question is uh, listening to this podcast. Sounds like I'm I'll give you a hint, though. I've got a baggy green and I like poo. (laughs) Uh, My question is, you're no longer playing uh, club sport. You play your social sport, as in your odd tag, your cricket, etc., um, so you're actually playing with your friends. Um, we're currently at, down at Club Rugby Land. I have had a new guy come up from Subbies. Um, and he is a mean, big dribbler. Um, but what he did with most dribbling is that he's joined the club and he's gone on the Facebook group that has uh, just basically training's on, off. Uh, this is what we're doing at training. This is the lineups, etc. You know, very generic grade sports stuff. Um, he's posted on it, and if this isn't a hallmark of a fucking out-and-out dribbler, his first thing was, hey, guys, I don't usually post on groups like this, but I posted a Kobe Bryant quote about missing shots or whatever the fuck was going on. And then he proceeded in the last week to post two more posts in that group. Um, so my question is, what is one of the most dribbly people you've met in a club setting? Um... It's going to open up to the dribblers as well. But who is, what is some of the, what is one of your most dribbly dribbler stories um, you've had? 
Tooth. Shit, that's a good question. And I'm not 100% sure. Um, it's a tough one because, like, people take it's basically people taking social sport way too seriously, right? Like, that's sort of the thing. I mean, and listen, I've got a couple of mates, like, shout out to Sebo, who is the biggest golf dribbler I think I've come across. And, you know, um, sends us videos of his new shoes that don't have laces. They're like twist up fucking... You tighten them, yeah. Tighten yeah. them. I think we may have even put it up on the Instagram we at did, one point. Yeah. Um, like snowboard boots. But then, like even just yesterday when I was watching the Thick Ropes play, like a dude from the opposition getting out and like this is, as I said, 7th Division Sunday cricket. Shout out to James Harvey uh, of Yuli's Brews fame for just hitting some fucking badass run out from like 25 metres. And this guy basically just kept running. So he's just run. He's been run out clearly and just kept running back to like the to the boundary to go and, and just gets there and starts smashing up his shit and throwing it around and like swearing and shit. And I was pissing myself like right next to him. I couldn't help it. Like it wasn't it wasn't something where I'm trying to muffle it. I'm like, oh my God. I was on the phone to you. Yeah. I was on the phone to you. I'm going, oh my God, this guy's just come off and he's fucking fuming in seventh division Sunday cricket. Um and I guess maybe that guy I spoke about a couple of months back about that little fat blue cone guy who, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that him? No. Oh no, yeah, guy. yeah. I'm you see you. a lot of them in 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 uh, in the old uh, last man standing. <laughs> Look, mate, it's no secret. There's dribblers everywhere. They're yeah. everywhere, and there's no shortage of stories. But maybe that's something we can start. If you want to send them in via DM, if you want to call in, but the DMs often are funny, similar to brushes with lame, where yeah, real just you really just get to dribbling. like read through a nice little description of either you or your mate or something you did. My mate Simmy P. Now this was when he was very young, so he wasn't actually a dribbler. He was just a kid who you know didn't have a handle on his emotions, and I think he was playing like second. He was playing cricket in like year six. <laughs> And I think it was uh, the headmaster was the umpire. And Simmy P's been run out. He says to this day still that he was safe by a mile. And the, the headmaster's put his finger up and Simmy's turned to him. He's going, are you fucking serious, mate? Fuck you. Flips him off and then just starts storming off the, <laughs> storming off the field. And as he's walking off, taking his pads throwing him, taking his thigh guard, throwing him, throwing his bat, swearing at everyone, and then just went and sat in his car and locked it. And his mum's like, Sam, what the hell are you doing? Sat there and cried in his car. <laughs> cried. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, send him in. Send him in, and we'll share him. We had one guy who was in our school footy team. He was the hooker, and he just – he would always fake injuries, always. And he would go to the point of, like, getting one of those, like, you know, bandage-type sling things and wearing it to school the next day. And, like, you know, he would want to come off during these games because he say he got, he's got a head knock. And, like, you know, he'll be running up the sideline one second and then being like, oh, I can't uh, do it. Right. And then, anyway, there was this one game where, like, we were getting flogged. And they scored a, They were about to score a try. The dude was essentially over the line. And he tried to, like, tackle him. It was like fair, good effort trying to stop the try, but it was over the line already. And he stays down. And he's like, oh, I'm really injured. Oh, I'm so hurt. We're all like, yeah, fucking whatever, bro. Like, you're always injured. He's like, oh, no, I can't get up. We all just start, like, going to set up for the kickoff. The other team all, like, huddles around him. He's like, no, nah, no, nah. like, he seems like he's really hurt. And we're all just like, no, 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 don't worry about yeah, it, bro. He always does this. It. Turns out he's, like, dislocated his ankle, broke his tibia, oh! like, down low, like, fucked his ankle so badly. And we're all just standing there like, yeah, nah, he'll be sweet. And yeah, his well, other that's... team is looking at us like, who are these, yeah, like, soulless cunts? That's boy cried wolf stuff, <laughs> yeah. though, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Never you, cry wolf. You lay down mm. long enough, people are just going to fucking stop camping. Never cry wolf. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's dribblers in the wild. 
Hashtag dribblers in the wild. Send them in. Send them in. If they're good, we'll post them. If they're not, we won't. It's pretty simple. Throw. Lads, it's the uh, two-drink blackout dribbler here from the one litre of Little Fat Lamb and a beer spoonful fame. Um, just want to get sure. your opinions. Um, no, what are, talking about? are we currently in the downfall of Australian sport? Um, you know, at the moment, we're currently seeing us drop in the ranks of rugby union, you know, losing some pretty some pretty easy tests, I, I reckon, in the cricket. Um, you know, we're up there in the league, but recently we've dropped some pretty pretty easy games. But then again, um, league is mostly played in Australia. Um, but, yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on that, hey. Um, gear soon, gear soon. Cheers. Uh, now I've got, uh, I've got a, um, what's the thing I'm trying to say here? I've got something to confess. Yeah. I basically checked out of that entire dribble and I have no idea what he said. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky I was here on my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah on Dave's him. podcast. What did he, started to off, brief the interns What did he say? Yeah. yeah, what did he say? We just said, are we in the downfall of Australian sport? Oh, that's right. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, rugby, yeah, rugby shit, cricket, we lost that test series. Rugby We've been in the downfall of Australian sport for a while. Since 2004. Yeah. Uh, roughly. Basically, after the Athens Olympics finished. And the 2003 World Cup. And the 2003 World Cup. Um, obviously, we haven't won the Burst since 2002. We've won some Ashes, which is nice. We've won some Ashes. We've dominated. But again, in 2005, we lost. Mm. We're up and down with cricket. Like We're always going to be in and, in and about in cricket, I think, for the rest of time. Hopefully. But everything else is a fucking, quite frankly, a shit show. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. No, I think that's about it. I think the hockey team is still winning. They seem the to usually roos, do it right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. sure. Mm. Shout out to the hockey roos. Sure. It's tough. Times are tough. Yeah, it's real tough. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Davey Baby, new listener, new dribbler. Mate, I'm listening back to the podcast and the undie chats come up. If I had a name, it'd be Zero Free Ball. I've got a problem with undies. I don't think they in it. Oh no! Oh, Started dear. off he, alright. He's come back with a second dribble, so maybe we'll fixed his chance. reception. The undie dribbler. Right, round two, serial free ball here. What are your thoughts on rushes? It's uh, making a comeback. I feel. I'm not that old, but I've been told that it's an old drink. Looks like it's making its way into the IPA XPA twenty to thirty or four can pack. Still rocking the six-pack, but they've dropped down to cans. Shout out to the stained stained glass window. Beautiful pub, beautiful glass window. Strange it, mate. We've got a Northern Beaches man in our hands. We do. Uh, yeah, no no dramas with rushes. I've been, you know... I'm, I'll, I'll indulge in a rushes. I'll indulge in a rushes, for sure. Rushes are freshes. It is an old drink. I think it's a New South Wales beer as well. It is. Um, I think it's brewed. Where is it? Was it brewed? Was it brewed in the city? Some story there I've forgotten. Um, it was brewed. It is a Sydney-based brewery. Uh, it used to be brewed in Waverley, but that finished in the 80s. Mm. Um, yeah. Cool. Yep. Like it. I like that. We missed your first dribbles, undies dribbler, or whatever you are. <laughs> the the audio was fucked and yeah. cut out. And also, you talked talk about, about like, I've been going back through your old pod- podcast and I heard about the undies rhetoric, which I swear was last week. So I don't know how far back you've gone, because it was literally last week. But we may well have talked about 
Andy Rhetoric, you know, when you've got the last pair, your true. emergency pair. Ah, that's true. That's true. To Possibly. be honest, you know, if you listen to this thing long enough, we've probably circled back on some topics more than once. Although I'm pretty sure we don't talk about Manly that much. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Tom, Eddie, P's and D's. It's the big underscore fella here. First time dribbler. Uh, it gives me great pleasure to be speaking at the wake for Nilsa the Novocastrian. Nilsa was a good man. Actually, nah, Nilsa sucks. Shout out to all the big fellas out there. Be soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a second. It's another short one. Shout out to all the big fellas. G'day, boys. The big underscore fella here, back with the uh, second dribble for the first time call. Uh, just watching the All-Stars Rugby League game tonight, thought the uh, cultural dancers were fantastic in that. Uh, brings me to a question for you, Tom Nettie. What is your go-to dance move? For me, it was the um, twist and shout. So lock your left heel, twist your front right, and... Uh, do shooting guns from the hip. Uh, love to hear your answers, boys. Beer soon. Fuck you, Nilso. Good question. The, 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 the twist and shout also a, a tried and tested go to move. I don't. I don't know exactly what my go to is. It's it's kind of it's it's it's. I know it when I do it. Yeah, exactly. I can't explain it yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's it's uncomfortable in the sense that I'm unless I'm you know chockers. I'm my dancing is pretty forced. Like a, you know what I mean? If you if you if you had a gutful, you're just free to just move and shake. Well, know? it's all well, dancing is freedom. But when you have to dance when you're not, but certain, you need to be free to dance freely. Correct, and to find freedom, you've got to find the freedom to dance freely. And yeah. if you're being forced to dance, then there's no freedom in that. No, there isn't. So I don't know what the move is, but I mean the twist and shout sort of all right, like just a bit of a hip. Well, I mean the hips, hips and shoulders, you know. Arms out, bit of a bloody like. Sure, know. I think we can work with that. I don't know what those moves are called, but yeah. Uh, and did he have a first dribble as well? Don't he know. was uh, speaking at Nilso's wake. Oh yeah, well it's it's Ilso, Ilso. Dale Dale Ilso Dale Ilso Vale of Turncoat fame. Yep. Hey boys and Eeyore, it's the diabetic dribbler calling back here. Um, I just lost to Ilso in Swanee's tips, which is fine. I'm a spastic who can't punt anyway, so it's pretty much a blind leading the blind. Anywho, um, I was at work re-listening to some old police this guy a while back, and I'm pretty sure it was the low socioeconomic dribbler who asked, if you've been sold on something you really love but all your mates hate. Now, Edward, you said space. I'd love to hear a quick thought why are you so interested in space? I also think it's fucking sick. And on that note, do you believe in parallel universes? And if so, do you think Parramatta will win a premiership this year or at the very least in the next five billion years? I doubt it, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Shout out to Mr. Pajetti and Chris Bacious. Um, yeah, be soon. Great question. Great question, mate. Fucking great question. Um, I think I like that it is so bizarre, but it's real. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't fucking write it, and it's real. Yeah. 
And it's so big and so vast and there's so much going on and there's so much we don't know and it just makes me wonder and it makes me curious and I like that. I like that aspect. On the parallel universe thing, yeah, I mean, theoretically they're possible, right? But I still think even with the the advantage of a parallel universe, Parramatta is still no there's, there's no hope. No. I think the Parramatta winning a comp might be the only parallel universe that doesn't exist. Like if you ran – no, but if you're running essentially in a parallel parallel universe, you know, is infinite possibilities happening infinitely, right? Yes. Mm. I still don't think that with infinite possibilities, it's then assured that Parramatta win the comp. I just don't think – No, that's that what happens. I mean. I'd say that that's probably the only Even with thing. infinite variances to like how they build their squad, I still don't think they can do it. No. Because it's just a culture of losing. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And you, can't- you could argue it's happened before, but I'm like, but that was it. Now yeah, it's done. It. Yeah, exactly. Moving forward, it can't happen again. So, I mean, like, you know, most people, uh, you know, I think everyone in our demo, 18 to 44, how many years have it been? 44 years? 40 ish years since Parramatta won a 1980 or something? 82, 83, 84. Right, so basically, you're on the fucking 10th. You're on the 10th tee box and you haven't even seen Parramatta win a comp. I think you're into the. I think you're on the 10th. Yeah. So I think it's fair to deduce then from that that in no amount of parallel universes, infinite though they probably are, uh, do Parramatta ever win a comp before the sun burns out and everyone dies? They just don't have enough time. No. And and that's an unfortunate thing for them, but there's just not enough time. So no, no, there's not enough time, or and not enough infinite possibilities for like squad rechanges. And that's shit. right. That's exactly. Can I right. say this on Parramatta though? This is not on Parramatta though, but good friend of ours, good friend of the show, Michael Oldfield, signed with Parramatta this year. He's fucking played for a bunch of clubs. He's a great rugby league man. He's fast as fuck. Hurt his knee in a trial. He's been so unlucky with injuries. Hurt his knee in the trial on the weekend. I hope you're all good, brah. Much love to you. Yeah, yeah. Well wishes go to Michael Oldfield around the great medal time. And, I mean, if there were any chance of winning the comp this year, it was with him on the park. And now, again, unfortunately... Again, look, see? That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. There's some, there's some amiss yeah. at Parramatta. Yeah, someone's put a hex on him. There's a hex. But great dribble, mate. Great. Loved it. Um, nice hearing someone else is looking up too, bruh. Mm. Next dribble is got two. The first one's 350 nah. seconds. Second one's 70 seconds. Nah. About that. 70? Or just no? No, no. He got it wrong. Yeah. Right. He got it wrong. Got it wrong. Tom, Eddie, Hunters, and the Rivers, and the old days. Um, just a brief comment about the, the old um, uh, message bank that you have there. I, I do believe that's over 90 seconds. You might not look into that, the or. Anyways, uh, Tom, you might remember me from uh, Baradu fame, the avenue fame of uh, the avenue in Baradu fame, of growing up fame. Uh, anyways, uh, I used to play background cricket in uh, to the avenue Baradu and uh, knock it over, knock over the tennis ball, the offense, now and then sort of thing. And, you know, 64 tennis balls deep, I don't think I ever got one back. Which is a little bit offensive, um, and that and that might be a reflection of the fact that you were probably nine years old at the time and weren't quite as dribbling as you are now. Uh, and anyways, tangents aside, um, my question to you is: you know, do you are you born a dribbler or do you eventually evolve into the Robin dribbler in which you are now? 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say, based on my experience, based on knocking balls over Billy Birmingham of fourth man fame, fence fame, that, um, you know, you'll become a dribbler after X amount of experience being exposed to dribbling yarn and rhetoric of, uh, of sport sword. And probably attending the Donald Bradman Museum in Barrel. I reckon that was contributed to a lot. Anyway, it's love to hear your thoughts on whether you evolve into a dribbler, you grow into dead, deep, dead size, shirty, new balance, dribbler feet, or, or whether you're born that way and you just continually throb throughout your lifetime. Anyway, see you soon. Hope you could hear what I've said. A lot going on in the background here. A lot that's unimportant. Um, but yeah, be soon. Ciao. Uh, I firstly, with the greatest respect, he named all of the place, like the the exact place we lived, and he knows that you know the Avenue Bardo. He's obviously your neighbour. Yeah, I know. I just have no recollection of who that man might be because I only really knew like he didn't say his name either. And the 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 place where like the wall that we shared with the neighbour and a tennis court was, I didn't really know those people over there. They had a dog that was really nice. But again, that's all by the by. The real question here is nature or nurture, dribblers. I'd say it's probably a healthy mix of both. Like, you can be born a dribbler, but I think a lot of it has to happen with... I like, think you ca- you're born with dribbler tendencies. Yes. Right? It's, it's like it's almost like a seed, right? The yeah, seed's yeah. there. Is it watered? Yeah, that's right. Is it been watered with a healthy amount of dribbling yarn? And then it grows a dribbler. Yes. Because you could have a dribbler... Dribbling exists within all of us. You just need the, 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 the conditions to be right. Yeah. To host. Probably more nature than nurture, but... No, it's probably more nurture than nature, rather, but, you know, certainly some people have more of a dribbly band. Yes. And, you know, it lives within them sort of more Stronger. intrinsically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'd say. But again, like, there's scientists that are doing research. Well, look, we've commissioned um, research into this space. Obviously now, Yeah, obviously when we started making the big bucks, that's that's where the money's gone. Yeah. You think it goes to, you know, you know, superficial indulgences, it doesn't. Vapes and, and vegan cigarettes. No, it and, doesn't. And steak dinners. It doesn't. It doesn't. It goes to research. Yep. So, I mean, we'll have to wait until the, the, the peer-reviewed sort of studies uh, can Should be out. Should be out soon. They're working in the lab next to our parallel universe researchers. Correct. So Paramount will ever win. win. And they won't. Ever. So far, they've gone through, I think, a few billion and haven't seen. Yeah. So. Hmm. Hey, boys. Um, I was just thinking one thing. Like You know, everyone talks about um, Margaret Court. Why wouldn't they just call it Margaret Court Court and not Margaret Court Arena? Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I thought it was also named after Tina Arena. That's why they did both. That's actually funny. I like that. Because her name's Margaret Court. Margaret Court. Yeah, or Court. Margaret Court Squared. But so is it called Margaret Court Arena, right? Yeah, it's yeah. called Margaret yeah, Court Arena. But yeah. you could call it Margaret Court Court. Well, you could. I think that's funny. It's Rod Laver Arena. It's not Rod Laver Court. No, I know, but I mean, I this think is po- what a dribbler would call it. If you yeah, gave the dribblers the opportunity to yeah, name that, it'd, it'd be, be called, called Margaret, Margaret Court, Court Court. So it should be. How funny that her last name's Court. Yep. She's and that she's the most successful of all time. Yep. Isn't it? Isn't that odd? Isn't that wild? There you go. 
something to think about. Well, it's parallel universe shit. Can I tell you something that I read the other day that just is just a mind fuck? Yep. If you keep walking north, you'll eventually walk south. But if you walk east, you'll always walk east. Fuck yeah. hell. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck? <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? I know. Why? I don't know. Why does that work like that? I don't know. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Someone can explain that. Yeah. Please do. Like, I get it in my head why, but I'm like, why though? I, yeah, but I, it doesn't. It's, but what's it, the well, difference? No, it's because you pass a pole. If you're walking over the top, you pass the pole. But if you're walking around like the equator, you never pass any pole. That's you know true. what I mean? That's, uh, the, yeah. man, that's why we've got him here. There we go. But still, though, <laughs> yeah, because no. you could have an eastern pole, right? Like, a pole is just something that we're giving. Like, it's well, a magnetic yeah. spot that we've decided on the earth. Well, yeah. decided, but like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's still a point that's like... We've given it meaning mm. as much as anything else. Yeah, like what does make sense is that we know there's a top and a bottom to the earth, but there's no sides. No one said, oh, this is where the side starts. This is true ends. east and true yeah, west. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, oh, exactly. True east, true west. It's just well, it's a mag- well, it's a magnetic thing, though, for the poles, yeah. right? Yes. Well, it must be where the eastern hemisphere meets the western hemisphere, but no one really talks about that shit. No. Never. It's all Never. north and south. Is there an eastern and western hemisphere? Well, there is. Well, I mean, yeah. there absolutely can be. It's just about whether you choose to to see along those sort of divisional lines. <laughs> Something to think about. Something to think about. Fuck, you get more than just dribble and yarn yeah. here. There's one great... Yeah, Kiribati is the only country that sits on the border of all four hemispheres because it's a little group of islands. Dope. Yeah. I like that, Dave. Mm. There you go. Uh, what what country is... Is that a country, Kiribati? Kiribati, yeah. It's like Pacific Island. Around so it'd have there. to be on the equator. Uh, yeah. But like... Doof, 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 doof. Mm. Yeah. Dope. Just kind of in the middle. Let's press on. Yep. Hi, guys. It's the Beetle Dribbler here. I've just had a couple of beers and just ordered a rap and roll. My good uh, Berg's Dribbler and the Tower Bingo Dribbler. And I just want to say I'm fucking excited for my schnitzel rap and roll. Yeah. So you should be. Um... I love schnitzel wrap and rolls, and I love watching Netflix on a Sunday afternoon with my wife. Thanks. <laughs> very wholesome stuff. No, that's good. That's it's good, wholesome, honest stuff. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shout out to wrap and roll again. Shout out to wrap and roll. Dude, the dribblers were hitting us, hitting us up what? on the weekend. Go, what do you order at wrap and roll? They owe us. They do. They do. Well, they, at least they're free wrap and rolls. Yeah. That's, I'd take that. I'd take that. Without a doubt, I would Unlimited? take free wrap and rolls. Yeah. Just, just like one a week. Mm. Damn, well, that's fair. I reckon, yeah. Two a week. Two a week. No, you're right, because I need two on an order. <laughs> G'day, Tom, Eddie, Dale and Dave, punters and dribblers. It's the Willie Bean Dribbler here. First time caller, long time listener. Yeah, look, fellas, I've been out and about having a few blokes in my time, but I just want to get your your opinion on on the on the sort of the best scenarios to have a bloke. Personally, like 
I'm I'm looking out for a bloke when you know group chat kicks off on on Wednesday. Arvo, come on, boys, few beers at my house on Saturday. Like, let's trot. Um, so 4 p.m. comes that bloke, like that 4 p.m. bloke on a Saturday. I'm I'm keen for that. And then my number two bloke has got to be finish my 80 minutes of footy. You know, finish it off in fucking Subby's footy or whatever I'm playing. Have a have a can of bloke after that. Number two. And number three has got to be the shower bloke, mm. and that's my personal opinion. But just let me know your 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 context of blokes and just your best time to have a bloke in your order. That would be great. Cheers, boys. Be soon. Yeah, great one. Look, after the wedding on Friday, got home after a long fucking day. It was hot. I was in a suit, looking terrific, sweating my ass off. Mm. Then we went to dinner, hot as shit. Like, we were down at Woolloomooloo Wharf. Did you go straight from there to dinner? Straight from there to dinner. Stuck in some Arvo traffic. Then straight to Woolloomooloo. On the wharf, the sun, just afternoon sun, pumping our table. Just pumping. Like, it was relentless for about an hour before it went down. Hour and a half even. Maybe two hours, six hours. I don't know. Then got home, maybe like 11. Shower. Put Evie to bed. Well, Steph was putting Evie to bed. I just had a shower and I just went and lay on the couch and just cracked a bloke and just sat there and I was like, oh, this is one of the most satisfying blokes I've ever had in my life. Well earned. Well earned. Bloke after Oztag. <sighs> Unbelievable. I like bloke in a shower. I think that's a pretty... I reckon that's a pretty universal way to have a bloke. Yeah. In a shower. In a shower. And that, this isn't even a live read. This is just good, honest... Bloke chat. Bloke chat. Let's move on. Mr. Tom, Mr. Eddie, the sheep shagging dribbler here. Half Kiwi like you boys are. Anyway, I just want to give a shout out to Ilso for losing an end from his fucking name for being a dead set shit punter because he couldn't pun out of his ass to fucking low dog. Anyway, boys, I hope you have a good night. Have a good weekend. Shout out to Bryson. Shout out to Dom. Have a good one, fellas. You. Yep, shout out to Bryson and Dom. Fuck Nilso, Ilso, Dale Ilso. Um, Look, that's the way. It, right, that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. No guts, no glory. Yep. I respect. Or, I respect Nils, Ilso though. Like uh, Ilso, I Ilso's respect. tip of the week is must is must view content. Dale, Dale's Dale's good. Dale's good fun. Friend of the show, good friend of the podcast. Dale's a real contributor here. Yeah, he is. Oh yeah. How it looking, mate? Yeah, only a few more, like four or something. This one's a double. Okay. Fucking long time list, a short time listener, long first time dribbler. I can turn coat Dave, go to the Melbourne Storm. Um, fucking the rest of you cunts, you are beta males living in fucking Sydney. Mm-hmm. You soft cocks. Um, Adam Voges is a gimp and a, a joke of a cricketer. Um, Wilpikovsky is the future. Jake Fraser McGurk, future. Mitch Perry, future. Anyone who wears a fucking light blue baggy cap gets a fucking green cap and absolute fucking bitch. So come on, the fucking Vicks. Yeah, the rest of you suck. Loving you. Have a good one.
Bye. That sounded like someone was dribbling through him, like someone was <laughs> telling him what to say. And that's probably more beta than being from the greatest state of all, which is New South Wales, and dealing exclusively in sort of like success and rings and glory. Beaches, good weather. Do we want his second or is he? No, no, not. didn't think so. Absolutely. As soon not. as the storm came up, I thought no. Well, I don't want to hear one. someone else telling him what to say. No, exactly. I, w- I don't want to hear. I want to hear original thought. Yeah, that's right. The puppet dribbler he is. <laughs> <laughs> puppet dribbler. Oh my god. Hey, it's the gravy, gravy gut dribbler here. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to pose a question to the boys. Is it good shit? Better than a shit route. Oh my god! Wow. Hang on, it's just frozen. Oh my! I think it's that's been the question. Me up for years now, and I'm really not sure. Business shit, thing. Kind of god. I mean, fuck. That's that's right. That's sh- not often are we speechless there, but that's a that's a serious fucking <laughs> left field dribble. Yeah. Good shit, better than a shit route. I think so. Probably. Because yeah. you feel better afterwards than you did before. Other as a shit route would be the opposite, you know. You yeah, excited yeah. And then, Potentially. Yeah. Look, if you're about to explode and you get one out, I think... If you've really got a poo. Yeah, like, which is obviously what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and Tom knows his stuff. I Look, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a reluctant expert on the situation, but... Uh, and at the risk of the dribbles again devolve... Like, you know, devolving, de-evolving into just poo rhetoric. Yeah, you might be right. Who might be a better than a, a dud root? I guess it's preference. How good's your poo? You know. Look, I, you know, I'll 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 probably say the former, and get on with it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're saying you'd prefer a, a good a dud root? No, the former, not the latter. So well, the latter's it. Oh, let's see. Now I'm confused. What'd she say first? Well, I can't remember what she said first. Let's just move on. Thank you. <laughs> Gravy guts dribbler, dribblet. <laughs> Hello, Thomas, Edward, David. I'm as good as dribblers. Um, I'll just um calling up to say I've just kind of like at least over here in uh, WA. There's, there's just there's not that much slang used anymore. Um, like I. Obviously, we're not that Australian, to say the least. Um, but I hardly ever hear people say, like, grouse or stroke or whatever, unless they're kind of saying it ironically. Um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you being around, you know, Sydney, you probably hear it more than I do. Um, but, yeah, I was just kind of curious if you boys had any opinions on, you know, terms of phrases that have died off kind of it's kind of like the same kind of thing I reckon is people are too afraid to use the word cock these days it seems like most people just say dick and I use the word cock religiously because it is hilarious but I seem to be on my own with it um yeah alright I just feel like you know we I mean yeah it's just talking from my experience and in my location, but um, it just seems like we used to be the the pinnacle of slang in the world. Um, and yeah, now the only person who does it is um, Nick Cummins, but fuck, he's like pretty much our response to Dwayne Johnson, where he's all good and everything, but just 
saying, you lame badge. Anyway, um, yeah, see you soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was... That was a, again, sometimes you just hear dribbles and you're like, oh, what a, I, I, I laugh at like... Make that what you will. Yeah, like what happens, what we do, what the, the thought process, and like sometimes I think of like my mum listening to this and she's just being like, "What the fuck is? What do you do? Oh, this is." I mean, she probably would have been more shocked about the uh, the poo and the root dribble, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> yeah, look, this guy, I think he just wants to bring back the word cock. I didn't know cock had gone anywhere. I didn't, like I didn't think it had gone anywhere. Maybe in West Australia it has. I don't know. Well, that's your problem. It's fine. It, yeah. Cox alive and well on the East Coast. Cox alive and well over here. Uh, and in terms of slang in general, I was I think slang's alive and well. In on the East Coast. Yeah. I can't speak for you over there. No. But it's it's good to go over here. But Nick Cummins certainly is a, an example of what happens when slang taken too far. But maybe maybe that's because he's from is he from Western Australia originally? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he played for the force, but I don't think well, that, he did play for yeah, the force. Yeah, that is the yeah. I don't know whether he's from Western Australia. Um, he was born in Gives me yeah, Port Macquarie. Oh, Port Macquarie. But I think Port. that is what happens when slang as a kind of countercultural thing gets adopted by the corporations. You know? Yeah, that's that's corporate. That's, that's corporate that's slang. Corporate yeah. slang. That's Going not, too hard and then monetizing slang. That's not how people talk in the real world. No. Yeah. That's, that's caricature slang. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're all good on slang yeah, I think so. talk over in the East, though. <laughs> yeah, we're good to go. Move here if you want. Yeah. Uh, hey boys, uh, first on Dribbler. Uh, just giving you a call up, I've been listening to some of the old potties, uh, and I've just stumbled across the one about when Gil Yates is meant to find St. Peter. Uh, just wanted to alert you to the fact that it's currently the 21st of February, meaning that it's the week of uh, Gil Yates' entry into St. Peter's orbit. So, so it should have happened um, yesterday. You know? Landing soon. Be a certain there, boys. Shit. We're not across it. We're going to no. have to get the original. Mm. That is, uh, I feel yeah. like it's Full Quid Kid, maybe. Yeah, and Full Quid Kid did send me a very helpful DM a couple of weeks ago with, I think, all the little which podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which podcast? Yeah, which podcast his dribbles were. So I'll collate those together. But he should have one today. Yeah, well, we'll see. We've only got well, yesterday. three more to go. Okay, well, let's Three see. more. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Mm, we'll Hopefully. They could be. Tom, Eddie, your puns and dribblers. Uh, just sunshine dribbler here of oh, remember the Titans thing. More being hanging out in the same paddock as Dave Taylor, actually. So less California dreamboats, more Kentucky Fried Chicken. Anyway, uh, moving on. Roommate's wedding in a couple of weeks, boys. And... Normally wouldn't be too badly dressed at a wedding. Um, suit and tie, pretty standard gout. Um, theme is cocktail, uh, like the dress code. And um, the recent chat in the last couple of weeks has, yeah, left me um, a little bit stumped. Obviously, my fashion sense is a little bit outdated as I wear a belt, but um, she normally fits pretty well. Um, I'd get in touch with you boys, get a bit of advice, what to wear, you know, blazer, chinos kind of set up for a cocktail, who knows, um, or just go classic suit and tie. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, help the dribble out. He's a good boy. going to be uh, much appreciated. And, um, yeah, my own fashion week soon. All right, boys. I'm pretty sure cocktail dress is a suit. But I think in cocktail, surely you can get away with, like, uh, some chinos, a jacket, and a shirt, and some, like, nice shoes. Don't wear skate shoes, I'll tell you that. If you're a skate shoe guy, get your etnies off. Leave them in the cupboard. But you can also, if you just want to, like, not have to overthink it, just wear a suit. And then you might be slightly overdressed, but you look good, as opposed to being like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know if I've told this one. Mate's wedding, um, Rugby World Cup hero Sam Carter, a couple of years ago, and I wore a suit with a fucking tuxedo shirt. Didn't even realise. And just got (laughs) absolutely bagged mercilessly for the entire time. I just grabbed a shirt. And then in a photo, one of the boys is standing there and he's like, bro, you're wearing a fucking... Did it have the frills? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude's like, are you wearing a tuxedo shirt? I'm like, fucking, I don't know. I'm wearing a shirt, aren't I? He's like, yeah, dude, that's a tuxedo shirt. I was like, oh, my God. How frilly are we talking? Like something like yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like we know the dude, shirt. Yeah, exactly. That. In fact, maybe even more, like almost more, taking up more of more the frilly. shirt. Yeah. More frilly. More frilly. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That's yeah, so you know, make sure you do your research because you don't want to be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't wear. Look, I found I that out just after the wedding, and we had the whole rest of the day and like the dinner and the party. So I was self conscious about it. For the don't wear like don't it. wear tuxedo to cocktail. No, basically, know the shirt you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. Know what you know. What know the dress code. On. Know what you're putting on. Hope we've helped. Yep. Let's move on. Last dribble. It's a double. Ooh. Looks like it's an international. Hey, Tom and Eddie, Dior Day, Funners and Dribblers. Um, the nerd dribbler calling in from Austin, Texas. Just wanted to let everyone know the Texan dribblers have made it through what has been a pretty rough week with this winter storm. But anyway, just wanted to call up about some goat chat that was done last week around the top 10. And then just wanted to clarify with a bit of, uh, bit of statistics, bit of data um, to the punter and the dribbler. Um, coincidentally enough, I played around a golf with a bunch of American dribblers um, who knew a bit about ice hockey, and I asked them about you know this Wayne Gretzky guy and how he yeah. compared with the Don. So Wayne Gretzky played 20 seasons in in the NHL. Um, of that, he scored more than a hundred points on 16 occasions. Oh, he dropped out. Must come back. Just as an yeah. example there, didn't know there was a storm in Austin, Texas. Didn't know the news. Yeah, well, that actually, that's that was the Ted Cruz thing you mentioned earlier, that you didn't know what was going that's on. That's right. He was going because of the fucking storm. Yeah, he went to Carbo like or some like a massive shit. blizzard. Everything's freezing over there. And they can't get, and their power fucked out because Texas, the like power is only in Texas, whereas the rest of America has like one side, it's all on that grid, the other side's that grid. Texas got their own power source because they didn't want to be regulated by the federal thing, and now it fucked up because... And they're fucked. They're and it's like a once-in-a-hundred-year storm. Yeah. And I'm like, didn't know. And Ted Cruz pissed off to Cancun or something. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know. So yeah, glad to hear all the Austin dribblers are doing well. Yes. Do you want Hang to in second there. dribble? Hang in there. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. just... Well... In fairness, we kind of already did Wayne Gretzky to the Austin mm. dribbler. Good to hear he's all right, but we have done the Wayne Gretzky dribble already. Um, that's it, though, Eddie. We've made it. Great show. Great show. Uh, some shit coming up. We've got some good shit coming up.
just know that. Just know that, punters, dribblers. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. We've got another podcast. We've got two podcasts coming out this week. Obviously, this one. Another one's going to drop later in the week. Um, just know. Just know. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.